What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the November issue of the Spinner Rack. I am Nathan Kennedy, and as always, joined here by Tyler Baker. Tonight, we are covering Daredevil 169, written and illustrated by the one and only the legendary Frank Miller. But, of course, before we get into that, we're going to talk about some other random stuff. Tyler, sir, how, how, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. It's Friday night, and uh, the weekend is upon us, and it's just good to be Closing out a uh, ass-kicking work week with uh, talking comics, dude. I, I can't think of a better way to walk on the weekend after working your ass off, dude. I've been looking forward to this all week to finally sit down. And I kind of feel like we're where we, we've had was it been since August since the last time we've, no, we've done uh, September. Okay, so we did do one. Said, oh, so it's October. We didn't do one. Yeah, and uh, the reason for that is it was just. Um, uh, the way that these shows happen in particular is if we both have some time free on a Saturday or if we're coming to you live right now on a, on a Friday night because at, at my job, we all had the day off because today is Veterans Day. So uh, what, what better time? It's like, hey, I hit him up. I'm like, these are the days I have coming up that I'll be off this month. Would you like to try to do something? And he's like, uh, the 10th sounds good. So we penciled that in, I want to say, like a week or two ago. I feel like it was longer than that. I, I thought it? it was like back in October. That, uh, I don't like know. Mid-October, I, I think. But may, I, 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 Everything's running, 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 running time, together. Time is a flat <laughs> circle, <laughs> yeah. as as Rustin Cole would, would say from, from True Detective. But. Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's, that's for both of us. We, we both, Nathan works the night shift, kick, burning his ass up. I work the day shift getting my ass kicked every day so it's just it, the years fly by quicker and quicker we get they to do. the weekends quicker but it's like god we're right back to the grind but, again and, yeah the the weekends themselves just i the, almost non-existent like i'm lucky that for me this is a three-day weekend because i at least then feel that i can enjoy it just a little bit but it, it'll it'll be gone just like yeah. that but i, I want to uh Nice shirt, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, a, a T Public uh, design. I'm, I would assume. Oh yeah, it, it's from the uh, over from the the first cover appearance of uh, Bucky O'Hare on the uh, I forgot what the name of the in, the independent book that published it, but it's uh, it's like issue three in the first cover appearance of Bucky O'Hare is what the artwork's from, yeah. and it's also on the um, I think the the collection of like the, those comics all put together, like the uh, initial release, I think the, that design, that design in particular has been used uh, quite often, but I, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll never complain because that's a uh, very badass. I, I don't actually have it here in the office with me, but I, I did get the men on card Willie figure in the mail today. I'm oh, going to crack it open because it is hard to find that figure with his um, glasses, with his glasses. Uh, yeah. I, I take it the 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 one that I dropped off to you today was still there, right? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. always always worry about when I drop stuff off on on your porch if someone's just going to come by and swipe. Nah, it. I I no, I mean no one ever. I mean we are even though we are our I am excuse me we we have yeah. people around us. Um, you know I I had someone two Saturdays approach me with his girlfriend or wife and ask me, hey uh. Are any of these apartments going to be up for rent some anytime soon? I'm like, no. 
you know, and that it's just kind of about it. People don't yeah. come over here, don't bother us. So that's it, good. It's, it's very safe. So I, I really don't. Whenever Nathan, my mom drops off my my mail here, you drop off stuff. Yeah, it's always safe. I never I never worry about it. It's funny that we both managed to do that. Like uh, my reasoning for doing it is because I think I've mentioned this before that when we first moved to this house, I was buying so many action figures. I think the the mail lady was getting a little pissed because if stuff wouldn't fit in our mailbox, she would have to drive up our, our long gravel driveway. I don't think she enjoyed that so much. So I've just pretty much uh, swapped anything figure wise, uh, I'll just have it go to my parents because they're not too, too far away at all. Um, but if it's something maybe like a comic book that I know will fit in the mailbox, no problem. Yeah. Worry about that. Then then I'll do that. Granted, she still has to bring up packages. We actually Emily got one today and that was on the that was on the porch. So I'm like, ah, but that lady was pissed. <laughs> Now, for me, it's just out of laziness of changing my address because everything I had set up from years ago, I just, when I was living I mean, at home, I, I was just, eh, eh fuck it. Because eh, I, would, I would go visit my mom and stepdad and the dogs, you know, at least two or three times a week. So I was going over there and just would anyway, grab yeah. anyway. Yeah. Now it's where, like, I get by maybe once a week if I'm lucky and my mom will just, you know, she's retired now. So she just drops off whatever it came in might, the mail. Might, might be time. Might be time to switch it all over. Uh, Febmon did say this, which um, this is actually kind of a good point. And I actually did this for Tyler at one point when uh, he was taking care of the dogs and such. Tyler, why don't you give Nathan a spare key to your house? He's afraid I'm going to take all of his, his pricey comic books. That's what it is. It's probably nah, a it, it's too. Not I gave really, Tyler a key really to my place. I'm going to be like, Where, where's my first appearance of Wolverine? Somebody stole it. Oh, believe me, he would not have that out anyway. It's it's, it's probably used as like a as a as a paperweight somewhere. No, it's it's displayed down in the in the um in the furnished basement. But I really do need to clean clear out a corner and just make a comic corner to properly display uh, key issues, especially the stuff that I have graded. Yeah, I mean, oh god, yeah, yeah, to to have those properly displayed. You know, just the like the uh, the first appearance of New Warriors. Uh, the issue with Scarlet Spider on the cover yeah. says like the first appearance of Scarlet Spider, like nothing super super key. Like the biggest thing, of course, is first appearance of Wolverine. But um, but even that, putting Spider Man three hundred, like they just need to be on display, like yeah. just because of the importance of them. And uh, not only that, but uh, the basement itself is temperature controlled, and there's no sunlight getting down there to like hit the books, so no damage yeah. would be done there either. So. I, it's just um, going back to what we were talking about with our work schedules and stuff. Half the time, most of the time, like I, I have. Granted, I've unboxed the Bucky O'Hare figures, but I still had the the packages laying here. At one point, well, shit, um, over here I have the the colorized Universal monsters still in the package. Like uh, shit, just sits here, and eventually I get around to it. I'm like, all right, I'm unboxing everything, but by the time that I do it's like double digit it's, it's time it's time consuming to sit on and crack open because I, I got really bad at one point just where i was working so much and i'm like god i'd have all these classifieds and NECA stuff I'm like oh my god NECA stuff takes forever to open up because you gotta clip this and pull yeah. this out it's just it's, now i i get to where like when i come home if i don't i i, I do it immediately even if i don't put it on display open it up <laughs> get, get all the pieces you want to use and then back up everything else and just set it to the side and come the weekend i'll, I'll put it on display two things there uh one 
Um, especially getting the the vintage Hasbro's uh, in Bucky O'Hare. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point now, dude. Like, I'm so tired of multiple heads, multiple hands. Oh God! Just just, <laughs> just make the figure one way. I don't want to have to think about it anymore. Just give me a good sculpt that has a, a, a good face that matches whatever intensity the character desires and, and needs that w- that would people please most everybody and just ship it like that. I, I'm tired of the, the extra, the weapons. I, some of them come with four sets of hands. I'm like, I don't need this, this I, yeah. I have so many of those, which granted, um, hopefully if there's not a PowerCon next year and 2025 comes around, we get PowerCon again. I think for sure I'm just going to take that and be like, here you go. I'll have sandwich bags and it'll be like, fill up a sandwich bag, five bucks or maybe three dollars. I don't know. Just get rid of yeah. all of it. Yeah. There's so, I'm never going to use a half of that. Not even ha- more than half. I'm not going to use like 90% of that shit. I, I, I pretty much, I bagged them all up, put them in tow or something. And like, I'll never look at them again because once I picked my selection of, of, attachments and accessories like that's pretty much it and i don't i don't concern myself with oh god i wish i had had that one hand where they're 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 finger pointing instead of holding you know holding a weapon i'm like no no the only time the only time the one and only time is um daredevil i started uh reading these this run and then i i went to born again and Man Without Fear, which we'll we'll talk about those uh, here in a little bit. But then, of course, you got to get the Marvel Legends, right? And I'm like, I want a Matt Murdock figure. So I got the... Uh, I can't remember his fucking name. He was in the Black Panther wave of Marvel Legends. And he's in a suit. And I'm like, I that Matt Murdock head that came with that 90s-style retro oh, Daredevil yeah, yeah. on the Spider-Man card. I'm like, I could put that head on there and I'll have a, a Matt Murdock. That is yeah. the only time. And I had to, I had to dig through that closet for like 20, 30 fucking minutes. Find like what little tub or baggie did I put all this shit in? And I finally found it. That is the only time I've had, I wanted to go back and be like that thing, everything else. No, it's, it's all that shit is useless to me. Like, I, I even it, wonder like why bother, even holding on to it like i i, I just kind of feel like <laughs> just throw it I, away do i really need to put it in storage when i will never use it again just because of that that mentality as a collector where you don't want to throw anything away yeah but i'm like you know at some point i don't need to have everything you know i have i you know get learning to part away with movies you don't watch anymore figures yes. that you know what I don't need these because I've upgraded to have something better. It's yeah. just learning, like, you know what? I, I cannot afford to sit and hoard around everything, nor do I really want to. Yeah. You know, and neither one of us are in the, the, the position, like, wanting to sell a bunch of stuff. True. You know, I I, I didn't succeed at selling the uh, Battle Armor Fake at the price I wanted. You know, it was missing, like, the, the, the replacement plates, and I, I can't remember if he came with anything else, but I'm like, you know, fuck, it's... You know, I don't know where they're at. I didn't throw them away, but you know what? It's not important to me. So I said, yeah. I just, I just decided I'm like, I just killed the auction. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. It's the, the same thing with, uh, boxes. Like I, 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 granted a lot of the Ninja Turtle NECA stuff. I still have all those boxes down there, but even mm-hmm. then I'm thinking, take, pop all those other accessories out, toss them in baggies. And then like, 
have it all together and just try to sell that stuff and just get rid of the boxes because all that shit is doing is taking up more space. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I kept the American War from London box for the for the werewolf Nazis just because I like, I kept one because the box are the lenticular. Really cool. like, yeah, that yeah. that and, and the uh, the werewolf box that that came in and then the creature from the Black Lagoon box because the movie poster design. And I haven't put, I mean, thrown those away somehow because I don't have any room for them. Yeah. They're just kind of sitting off to the side. And I even downsized some more stuff. Um, and I actually made more room for Marvel Legends, my G.I. Joe Classifieds. What would you, would you get rid of? Would you pack I really them? didn't get rid of anything. I well, just decided you, to. Oh, you didn't pack anything up? No, I, I just kind of like, holy shit, I can't believe I did this. Like, I, I that the shelf with my Marvel Legends, I. Uh, had forgotten there was a shelf sitting in the bottom I wasn't using, so I actually made two shelves for villains. All my heroes on one shelf, ah. and then one shelf is used for Iron uh, stu- uh, Iron Studio statues. Okay, that I've got, and that's kind of when the bug for looking for bus kind of came around. And I, I might I might box up a few things that you know what they've been on display for a while, and and just kind of down downsize a bit because i still have plenty of of classified marvel legends and some other stuff and i'm i kind of get to where i'm like you know what i really just just for my personal benefit like you know what uh it would be nice to kind of downsize just a little bit you know Mm. minimize things and uh i need to go through my uh movie collection again and just anything that i've already upgraded to blu-ray or even 4k at this point the dvd why do i need it like it looks like shit on my big tv (laughs) Yeah, like, I, I yeah. and I, I think there's more of those. I probably some of them, there are some DVDs I will keep for, for sentimental value because I, I think of like the ones that my dad got me and my brother for Christmas when we got our first DVD player and four DVDs. Like I kept all those strictly out of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll never watch them again because I have vampires in, in Blu-ray when it comes out. I have two copies of it on Blu-ray for that matter. Yeah. When it comes out in a 4K, I, I have no reason to ever watch those or I, the DVD. But yeah, yeah, it, it's reaching a point where um, at this point, you and I have either double, triple, or quadruple dipped on on certain movies. But even now, I'm at a point when it comes to uh, physical media in that regard, is it has to be something i know i'm gonna to watch a lot and i like yeah. like the the criterion sale is going on at barnes and noble right now there there are a couple movies i was thinking about like when i was in there i picked them up yeah you kind of get that old feeling back that we used mm-hmm. to get all the time when we would go into best yeah. buy and walmart and target and where you got them in your hand you're looking at it, you're like ah and then i'm like i haven't watched this movie before so my thing is I'm going to watch those movies and then decide if that's worth my time of actually owning it because I know eventually I would like to watch that again. So I, that's where I'm at now. And uh, the, the days of blind buying are kind of over. It's more about digitally renting movies like because you're paying cheaper just to watch it. It's the cheaper in a movie theater experience or just waiting until a bl- the Blu-ray drops at like Redbox or something, because that that's the three bucks you just rent it for a night and then take it back. You know, um, yeah. My days of mostly now, occasionally, if it's like a good bad movie that like Tom Brisky recommends to me, sure, yeah. that that is something that I will infinitely consider. But then there's things like I, I'm assuming you haven't purchased it yet, but Showgirls. On 4K, I, I keep look- looking at it. And, and, and part of me is just like that price point of, of paying 
was it 35 or 45 dollars i know it dropped a little bit but it was still not cheap um and i've looked at it several times and i, I just can't for whatever reason just pull the trigger i get i i and there's a ton of special features i would love to watch on i'm with too. you i'm with you that i mean that that's the other kind of downside of the whole aspect of these, these um, you know, the, the, companies the, like the, well, just the brick and mortar stores, yeah. not not only carrying you know your main theatrical releases, so all of this stuff, the price will be a little bit yeah. More but you know, I, I, as long as you know, and, and this is thirty five, thirty five, yeah, which is not horrible. Like I'm, but what after shipping, it'll be it'll easily exceed forty dollars. I'm sure. Yeah, which, uh, but like Vinegar Syndrome and, and Arrow, like they. Um, they they do the kind of releases that I want in my in classic films like not just, I mean fuck modern day releases for movies they don't put jack shit on nor do I crave any any kind of retrospect or commentary or documentaries about the film but I like I I need to have a shit ton of interviews with cast crew pre production production post production release of the film I need to know all the details about the create creation of, of a film that I'm passionate about. Like when yeah. monster squad comes out later this month, point break comes out next month. And then Conan one and two come out mm -hmm. in January. Yeah, that that I, era I release is actually yeah. really nice. Especially that deluxe version. Yeah. I, I, I pre-ordered all of those. I, everyone, a point break monster squad, both Conan one and two in, in the, in the uh, uh, collector set. So and there's a ton of special features. I am, I am just chomping at the bit. Like the old commentaries that were done, I think for like the 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 overseas release of Conan the Destroyer. I think those commentary tracks are on there, which I've always wanted to listen to those. Uh, I'm sure there's a, a ton of other uh, special features. I don't know. The minute Nathan told me, I was like, I don't give a shit what's on there. I'm buying it. Like I I just like sold. So I kept looking on Amazon and finally it showed it for pre-order. So, but they they clearly make it worth your while. I'll be, I think it'll be. Paying close to over sixty dollars for yeah. both Conan films, but hey, I I have to have them. It's non-negotiable. There we go. That way, people get an idea. So not yeah. only that, but yeah, you, you get all this stuff. You get the the little mini poster. There's a booklet there, um, and as Tyler said, it's loaded with stuff. Yeah, tons of shit. Which that's that's what I crave, and I I don't like. You know, what's the point of doing these re-releases of classic films if you're not going to go and hunt down people who worked on the film and ask them about the, the nitty-gritty about making the film? What yes. could have happened? What was going to happen and you changed your mind or you couldn't afford this? Like, I, that's what gets me up every day. I need to know this kind <laughs> of detail. So. That's, that's why, that's why yeah. Tyler, that's, that's why, why Tyler, yeah, that's the only reason that he gets up yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> And unfortunately, I come home empty-handed. It's it's very few, uh, very few and far between. I find out news about movies that I um, don't know about or whatever. But uh, but I, I it's always been like that ever since. Hey, wait a second. Wait, what, where did you pre-order the? Oh, never mind. My bad. Uh, yeah. Google Google was lying to me. It was showing on oh. Arrow Video saying in stock now, and you go and you click on the site and it just says. I'm like, what? Well, because it said early January, like January seventh. Yeah. Uh, January sixteenth. Sixteenth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like right when the students come back or get ready to come back from a Christmas break, that's when I'll have access to it. And um, I, I know, I can't remember your opinion on the film. I, or even if, if you've watched it, I don't think you enjoyed it, maybe. But The Warriors, did you? I, I've only seen it the one time, and it didn't take to me. I've, I've actually have considered revisiting the film because I, I, 
remember when you and I, you and I bought it, we had no idea what it was or. But but also that was that shitty alternate version where they're using the comic panels to transition between scenes. Like I think God, the, I don't I don't even remember. Yeah, I, the, I just, the intended way to watch that is the theatrical uh, version of it, which Arrow was also producing um, a Blu-ray for that's got uh, a D, uh, yeah a good good chunk of special features on it as well. So, well, it's definitely uh, I I definitely would like to to check it out again if it's streaming anywhere or something like that, or even just buy like a cheap copy just to. It was uh, streaming. It was uh, Paramount Plus is what it's... Hey, all right, I got it. All right, that's, that's something I'm back and watch this weekend. Yeah. It's... I I like it. It's... it's it's. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. I don't think it's... It's easily, for me, a four out of five star film. It's not mm-hmm. like that upper echelon, but even... even Hey, Ren's here, and he says it's absolutely amazing. So, hey... Which I feel like it, everyone who, who's seen it... It's a, no, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. But I, I, um, I just... I don't know. I, I I wouldn't put it up there with like your your RoboCops and like your diehards, and it's not trying to be that kind of thing. But you know yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I I guess in terms of like the the classic ass kicking films of the '80s, um, it, it's 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 not up there. I mean, but then again, too, like you know, mine are, are Stallone and, and Schwarzenegger films with some Chuck Norris thrown in there, early Van Damme stuff. You know that that that's that that is my go-to for all or anything '80s action. You know, it's yeah. it's it's hard to kind of break through anything else other than because you know the muscle guys were the most influ- influential on me. So I'm surprised um, that they haven't remade the Warriors yet. Genuinely surprised. I I want to say I thought there was talk. There I was like probably talks talk- of it. At yeah, some, but for whatever reason, I'm glad it fell through. But Philippe said this. Did you guys notice there's a shitload of movies for free on YouTube? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That that I mean that that's one of the beautiful things about because um, I Tyler has it as well. We both have YouTube Premium, so it's nice to if you see a movie on there that's free. I know the Master Universe movies, I think, still on there for free in a in an official capacity. I, and we'll say that in an official capacity, there are movies that are uploaded to consume yep. for free. And I, yeah, I flip through that all the time just to see what's on there. I never got around to watching it in October. I meant to, but Ernest Scared Stupid was on. Oh yeah. So, yeah, Uh, I yeah I I flip through that all the time on the app when I'm on the Roku on the TV. I'm like, oh, what what's new and free on here? I think like the Twilight movies are on there. I'm like, oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. Oh fuck, man, my weekend's made. Yeah, I think the Hunger Games movies were up there at one point. All these Um, bullshit books and movies about these teeny boppers (laughs) and their and their their hearts. Oh, it's it's shit. the the young adult contemporary novels uh, uh, obviously have their audience. I'm not going to fault them for that. You know? I, I, well, yeah, and well, and I, I felt the same way about the Harry Potter films. Little kids and their wands, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm sorry, but compared to any other like sword and sorcery fantasy, kids in their little robes and wands, it's just very pussified for me. I, no, I, I just. I you know, I, it's it's a fan base. Nathan was a fan of those films. I don't I don't give him shit about that. I'm just like I don't um, get it. I, I don't get I, it. No, I, I well, you enjoyed it. them. I won't say that you. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. It's not something like oh, oh it's Harry Potter. Okay. Oh no, man, it's, no, it, it's it, Christmas it, it, time. Yeah. Get me a cup of hot cocoa and sit down and get all toasty and put on the Sorcerer's Stone. Now, I, I like I I will catch pieces of them and be like, oh, okay, 
but they're not those are not movies i go back to that like emily will put them on just to like fall asleep to them mm-hmm. kind of thing sometimes is it, like, are they sleep inducing well it was that one that you and sarah made me go see Fuck. uh that one was the, the goblet of fire the goblet of fire yeah which also had robert pattinson in it you know so it's like poetry you know it's yeah like it's a, yeah yeah yeah, but Philippe said that Ghostbusters is there. Speaking of Ghostbusters, you watched that teaser trailer for that new movie? Fuck no, and I'm not going to. So uh, I guess allegedly the, the basis behind that story is rooted in the animated series as opposed to just like something new and made up. But I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll do since it was like Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt's in it. Like, well, I wasn't going to watch it anyway, but... Hmm. Whatever he's wait, doing. Wait, wait, did he say that like in an excited way or? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. all right. Yeah, because you know, fuck Patton Oswalt. Uh, um, I think he has his place in certain things, but definitely. Well, not, I, I liked him on King of Queens, but that's about it. I don't, yeah. I don't think he, he, you know, I don't, I just don't think he offers anything other than he's like the cliche go-to Hollywood nerd next to Kevin Smith, like, um, you know, it's after. It's like, after watching that trailer, though, it, it really solidified for me. And, you know, with Ghostbusters Afterlife, I enjoyed it. Is it something I'm going to just go back and, like, rewatch again? Probably not. Maybe once in a blue moon, just be like, oh, what, how do I feel about it now kind of thing? But after watching that trailer, it just really hit me in the face that, like, these movies were not originally... It's not what... The, the, we're trying to pigeonhole it into. This is not in the same vein as a comic book film or uh, any of that stuff. This, this is, it is originally like it's a comedy. It, it's always been a comedy, and they're yeah. they're trying to make it something that it's not. And I don't understand that. I, it's it's like where everything is a tentpole film, even though. Ghostbusters was released in the summer of 84. That, that's prime time, but it was not seen as like, this is like Star, the second coming of Star Wars. Like, yeah. If they'd have known that, they'd have been a lot more out there. The animated series probably would have been greenlit like, or, or been in production and released the, that, uh, that fall. Yeah. You but know, they're trying but, to treat it like it's, it's a Marvel or a DC movie. Oh, because it's Ghostbusters. You know? They know it's popular, even though they, they can't get it fucking right because they don't understand why people like Ghostbusters so much. Yeah. yeah. Just like with yeah. everything else, they don't—they don't know why people continue to celebrate superheroes, DC and Marvel, or any of the other properties, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. They just—they yep. don't fucking get it, which nope. is—and they never will. And it goes to what Philippe said here: they should have left it at Afterlife. It was a decent enough film and a, and a good enough send off. And I will agree on that point. I know others would, but I'm—they could have left it right there. It's like, all right, dust the cell and boom, boom, we're done. Oh, uh, yeah, not not Sony. I mean, they are struggling. Oh, of course keep, not. Keep, Never keep Sony. Shit. I mean, just they're so desperate for properties, 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 franchise, franchise. And like, yeah. it's it, had it been a complete bomb, I, I they probably would have retooled and done another shot and said, oh no, this is the the sequel prequel to the um, you know that idea that Dan Aykroyd had back back in the night. It's like Ghostbusters go to hell, and you know, like all right, whatever. But, uh, but we got Bill Murray to sign off on it, so it's okay. Well, I, I guess it uh, crept up a little bit. The Marvels is currently setting at 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's not entirely rotten yet. But I've seen way more and more articles that are 
I, that bubble, man. We we keep we've been talking about it for a while. Eventually, it's it's we're uh, getting there. It, they we keep are getting saying there. it, and I and I just feel like at this point, I think they're realizing. Look, we you, you're trying too hard to make these lesser known characters like as big as Iron Man and Captain America. The public's not accepting it, and if the you know if they were better stories and better characters, then you know what? Maybe because honestly, even in the comic book world, they're they're not top tier characters. They got fucking lucky. Because Iron Man, before that first film came out, he was like he a, was a, a he was like a he was a C list character. Yeah, he was. Even though, like, I liked him. I didn't read yeah. many of the comics, but I'm like, I thought it was cool an Iron Man movie. But to the public, fuck. Yeah, you know, nobody knew who Iron Man was. So it's you know, thank it's a testament to the quality that they put in there that there was no bar set at that time. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it could have bombed pushing the it more. Could. Uh, comedic tones that are in the film. I mean, it's a serious film, but Robert Downey's portrayal, which by this point, I, I, it's just you know we all we all we already know, but it's, it yeah. it could have it could have went the other way, and it did. It, it was it was a very good movie, very enjoyable. Um, but they they just like why they decided to not go the route of like James Bond. Like, okay, you've done three or what? I don't know how many films with Chris Evans and and Robert Downey as as Cap and Iron Man. Recast them. Yeah. Like you do with well, Man, James Bond, keep it going. Like, don't well, kill him off. Yeah. Well, did you did you see the article where you know obviously they've put the idea out there of multiverses and all this shit that oh, that they want God. to bring the the original Avengers. I, back I heard they because, wanted to bring it back because they're starting to realize well uh, all these other uh, fucking other uh, ideas aren't working out. So uh, well, we, that, we, and that's well that's the other part of it too. It's not so much that, like these I, these characters aren't working. It's the effort putting put into these characters that that is just dog shit. And I but I don't want to because we always do that. I don't well, want to continue to jump on. Go ahead and say one last thing. We'll kind of well. I we'll mean, it's just it's it. you know it was really foolish for any of them to think that they could just really literally repeat. The same beats that you did for a film that made you a shit ton of money and apply it to this superhero and this superhero and this group of superheroes. Like, at some point, the public is going to catch on. And um, I, I just, you know, knowing that some, and I, I, you know, that at least we had a decent run when Paramount was distributing the films, you know, with the Iron Man's and. Well, it's almost like I'll, it's I'll, I'll, Disney's fault or something. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, who's who's in charge here, and uh, uh, it also makes you think that you know maybe monopolies are kind of bad. Yeah, because so far we're not seeing anything good come out of any no. of this stuff, and you know I love nothing more than to be looking forward to the next Spider-Man film, the next Cat film, the next Iron Man film, the next Avengers film, but you know the public likes stupid shit they don't care about quality and uh we're in the minority and i learned to live with it i got <laughs> i got you know two and a half good captain america films one really good iron man film uh two good yeah. avengers films yeah so, i mean yeah iron man two and three were pretty dog shit yeah i only saw two in theaters once and i got up so fucking mad when i left the theater and three if you hadn't told me about the mandarin twist i probably would have put my fist to the wall and got up and left but <laughs> But when you told me about that in advance, it softened the blow. <laughs> it really did. Because I enjoyed I, I enjoyed all the other stuff. Like Guy Pierce was really good in it and all the espionage content. I, I enjoyed it, but yeah. I had not cared at all to go back and revisit that. No. I don't even think I bought it during that time. No, I didn't buy it either. I was like, you know what? I saw it in theaters twice, but I, I'm like, nah. Yeah. That that was the other thing going back to um uh, Blu rays and 
weeding out the collection. I thought about going going through the Marvel movies and just keeping the ones that I like because they're all on Disney Plus too. So I could always just yeah. if I wanted to watch them again, they're they're there. I think I'm due to kind of weed out uh, some more stuff. It's, it's time. It's time yeah. that we go through our movie collections and be like, I'm never gonna watch this. No, just even, even, even shit the- that I blind bought. I'm like, I'm never gonna watch. Why did I buy this? Yeah, I'm never watch uh, it. yeah, me too. I agree. I just I was just looking at the other day, like you know what? Yeah, I, I really should because uh, it makes more room for better stuff or stuff yeah. I know I'm going to watch or or you know the the way that your shelf spaces are, it's it, more action figures. Can never have enough of those. What, uh, then I'm Th- like, those oh will God. never let you down. Most of the time. I, I trust, and sometimes I'm like. If I buy that, where the fuck am I going to put it? You know, I really wanted to get that Genghis Frog uh, from the Ultimates line of Turtles. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. All my Turtle stuff is packed out the ass. Like, I have mm-hmm. to box up stuff to make room for it. Like, I have nowhere to put it. And I really, because I love Genghis Frog. But I'm like, it's, I want 60 bucks for a figure and I have no place to put it. <laughs> so I, I like, mm, I haven't done it. So. Yeah. Oh, we've started a, a decent dialogue here in our, our chat room about uh, the current state of marvel films as it were but let's go ahead and, and let me and let I, me take a quick bathroom break while they're uh, while they're doing really that. We're, i have to we're only 34 to. minutes in man Usually, i know but you know well i chucked a lot of water when i are supposed to do this before we start the show hey Come i've on. gone to the bathroom twice since i've been home oh so what can, you I, should yeah. probably go see a doctor about i got the bladder the size of a thimble yeah that's true Oh boy. Well, while Tyler does that, since we were also talking about Buckyo here, I'll put it back on me for a second. The problem with the Boss Fight Studios, and I'll, I'll have to fix this, is um, th- this arm is very, 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 very thin. And I, I didn't even mean to. The thing just snapped right there. So I'll, I'll have to get some glue and just glue it up. You know, have her, have her pose like that. Uh, it's, it's a great figure, but I, you know, obviously. Just how thin, um, just because of how small these figures are, run the risk. I haven't had a figure break on me in a while. And luckily, the website that I got this from, uh, the price was very good. So I didn't have to worry about paying the the more expensive eBay price because uh, she is one of these figures that not as many of them were made because inevitably this line was uh, doomed at at this point. But I uh, really like this figure a lot. So I'll, I'll get this glued up and find a, a proper place for all of those Bucky O'Hare stuff. Oh, hey, uh, he lied. He had to go get something to eat, too. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Bunch of dead air here. Yeah, come on. Go ahead. Chew it up, sir. <sighs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, all right. You lied to me. Well, I did have to go to the bathroom, but I'm hungry and I had to grab a bar. Oh. Uh, of course you did. All right. Are you, you ready to? You ready to talk some Frank? Let's Miller, dive in. Daredevil. All right. Well, let me go ahead and get. What do I want to do here? Yeah, we'll just do the window. All right. We'll pop this here. All right. So 169 of a daredevil, the man without fear before we jump into this issue though, I, I kind of want to 
let everyone know how how did we get to this point in this issue so frank miller started doing daredevil he started just doing the pencils just the, the artwork on it on number 158 which has death stalker and the unholy three with roger mckenzie doing the writing up until issue 166 roger and of course no relation to ren i don't believe anyway i don't know but maybe ren's holding out you know <laughs> this uh, the, this uh, roger was just like his 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 uh other name he was a writer yeah. before he started getting into art, and Frank Miller inspired him to start drawing. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? He looked at Frank's words like, man, this is trash. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's why Ren was. That's why Ren slash Roger was fired from Marvel, and, <laughs> and then Frank took off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, Roger's here writing until issue one sixty six, at which point Frank Miller will just start. He'll start writing and and doing the artwork in him. Um, which is uh, kind of awesome to see, but also I don't know any backstory behind that. Have you done any digging to any details as to why Frank Miller's just like I'm? Just, I'll just do both. Uh, I think he really started to have a a liking to the character. Like I remember, like I have seen his discussion of like him asking if he doesn't if he could use the kingpin, and people like looked him like. That's, that's who you want to make like a primary villain for Daredevil because at that time they didn't see the Kingpin as anything more than like a seedless villain. Man, he's just a a mob boss, and like and then we know Kingpin today because of Frank Miller's portrayal. Like he, uh, but I, I mean, I, I he always meant something to me even before I knew Frank Miller ever worked on the character. Like I always knew him as a Spider-Man villain because of the '60s anime series when I saw him as a kid. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I think he just saw something a lot more there that that i guess people just didn't quite see or get because the character like you i mean there, there's a couple of random issues of of the Daredevil room before frank took over that are good and there's a lot of bad ones hmm. you know his, his rose gallery is you know like the owl uh stilt man uh mr hyde uh a couple of other villains from other people like electro he's fought electro he's fought um uh scorpion uh, Craven the Hunter, he's fought. I mean, it's just a, it just kind of bounces all over the place because he's never had like a. He he's essentially kind of gotten like Spider Man's hand me downs. Yeah, even Cap would go through the same thing because you know a lot of Cap you know stories I mean, have villains from other uh, books. You know, because Spider Man was 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 top dog. So yeah. Um, but thank God for Frank because he he really saw the potential of this character. It's. And we'll see certain shots in here too, like that just establish like, okay, God, that like it's amazing. He saw something that no one else saw there. Like, yeah, he's a he's a he's a blind ninja, essentially. But oh but, but this is also um the issues leading up to this, uh we just have Frank doing the art. It's not really until he takes over the writing aspect that we kind of get more of the cohesion and a story gradually unfolding within itself up until this point. Now, granted, uh, issues 159 through 161 kind of give you a good little backstory to lead into this issue because it has a lot to do with uh, Bullseye kidnapping Black Widow because Black Widow at this time is involved with Matt Murdock. They they are, they're banging. A couple, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're banging. They're fucking. Yeah, they're fucking. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but Bullseye kidnaps her to lure Daredevil out so he can fight him, which leads to a kick-ass fight at Coney Island with some roller coasters in issue 161, yeah. which I think that, that could translate well to me in animated form or in I thought by the two that the issue where, where Blackwood returns home and Bullseye sitting in her apartment, like in, in the shadows, just, you know, just the way he's sitting there so confidently, just waiting for her to, you know, realize he's there and then yeah. fight. Like, I just, yeah. it's so fucking badass. So at the end of 161, they tease you with the Hulk coming in for the next issue, but that's not the case because in 162, it's just a one-off that is penciled by Steve Ditko and written by Michael Fleischer. So uh, I can't imagine how disappointing that would be to get to the end of issue 161. It's like, oh, the Hulk's going to show up in this. And then you just get some other random story, which 162, as I'm reading, like, I didn't even read that issue. I skipped past it because I'm like, (laughs) this has nothing to do with kind of what we're we're building towards here. But in 163, he uh, daredevil scraps with the Hulk because he's also trying to help out Bruce Banner. Because he can't control himself being the Hulk. So you, you get a, a fun little story there. Um, as we're going through those books, um, Ben, Ben, I can always fuck up his last name. Is it? Yurik. Yurik. Ben Yurik. Um, throughout this, he's gradually piecing together that Matt Murdock may be Daredevil. And uh, he pretty much figures out because of uh i'm trying to think it's um it's when daredevil and hulk are fighting and who's he with at this point what's her name uh oh um it's the girl with the black hair yeah 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 Yeah, um oh god i can't remember what her name was probably she, she, she she is well i mean she's she's seen in this issue as well and she is aware of yeah, Matt's so, uh, so alter ego. We will get her name here momentarily. Yeah, but she, she doesn't. She doesn't stick out like Black Widow or Karen Page. Yeah, so at she's, least to me, she's watching this fight, and Ben is around, and she says, "She says Matt," and then he's like, "All right, that's got to be it." So he writes up this story, and he hasn't printed it yet. And in one sixty four, we essentially get this conversation between the two of them. We get a retelling of Daredevil's yeah. origin, which. Then leads to the great moment where Ben's like, "All right," and he go he burns it up. He's like, "I, this, we'll we'll forget it ever. Don't worry about it." Which I I thought was awesome. Um, One sixty five, we have a battle with Doc Ock, who's trying to get some. Uh, which is a good issue. I, I enjoy that issue. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get some animanium to repair one of his tentacles, which I want to say was messed up in a fight with Spider Man. Maybe. Yes, if I it's, think. Uh, I'm trying to think because there's an issue of, um, I believe it's Web, uh, Web of Spider-Man, I think, um, where a Spider-Man, after like uh, Doc Ock like, beats the shit out of Black Cat, he just, no, wait, that's it. in that one, he, well, no, because I'm thinking of the issue where he just tears the tentacles uh, all out of his bag, like, the nerve they're no. they're all can yeah and like he fucks the, up doc Ock the so one bad, here is one. just uh, towards the end it's it's broken off but um yeah essentially doc ock is defeated by electricity uh daredevil yeah. catches him and attaches him to like an electrical panel and it shocks the shit out of him uh, but it, it's a fun issue and, and it's uh we were talking about daredevil sort of getting spider-man's leftovers but eh, you know anytime you see doc ock pop in like that I'm like, right. I, I i like the the classic orange and green out, out for Dr. Octopus. That's always going to be my favorite. Yeah. 
166, we get Melvin Potter returning as Gladiator. Gladiator. He, yeah, he has some hostages at a museum, uh, including some some children because he's in love with his therapist, Betsy Betty. Uh, Foggy also gets married or is due to be married in this episode. So Matt is on his way to that and has to go and take care of this because essentially the whole thing is uh, Melvin Potter has sort of reformed. Like they think that he's okay again, but he has these spurts. And in this case, he he wants to impress her because he's in love with her. He's like, look what I am because he's so attached to the gladiator costume. More on him as we move a little further here. Um, and then 166 or 167, I'm sorry, is Roger McKenzie. So he he's out at this point. And uh, David Michelini steps in just for this Michelini. one issue to write. Huh? Michelini, I believe. Is, is Michelini? I, I, well, you know what? Who knows? Maybe I'm mispronouncing it. May, no, that, Michelini actually probably sounds a lot better. Um, but he only steps in to write just this one issue. And it, it has to do with the Mahler armor. Because Aaron Soames was essentially dismissed from his company and his pension was erased. And uh, Mr. Cord did nothing about it. He was like, oh, you, you all right, fine, you don't exist anymore. So there, there, there's that sort of little... little. It's, well, it's, it's kind of like a little detective story for, for, yeah. for Daredevil. Like he's kind of putting this together with this uh, incident and uh, it, it's a fine issue. It, it's yeah, just it's, kind of, it's, it's a fun little action story with him playing detective, so to speak. But then uh, issue 168. So Frank Miller becomes the writer in addition to doing the art. So now he is doing both, but this is also key issue because it's the first appearance of Electra. So Daredevil wants information on Wallenquist who has hired Eric Slaughter for protection and Electra happens to want to collect the bounty that's out for Wallenquist. So essentially their paths cross. He hears a familiar voice and we get flashbacks, sequences of them meeting and, uh, and falling in love in college. She is the daughter to an ambassador who is always well protected or so we think. Um, you get you get a nice little thing of him flipping in, handing her a rose when one of the guards is away. A nice little ah, ha ha ha, we're being cute together, kind of stuff. Um, but they are also in a hostage situation, and uh, Daredevil shows up to try to save the day. But unfortunately, her father kind of stands in the way of some gunfire, and he gets killed. She says, "I I can't be with you," and she disappears. Also, hit them low, olive oil is what I have written down, sort of like the little code, because mm. it, it's not really, it's not really discussed as much in that issue. You kind of get more of it as we go further along, but they they do kind of uh, learn about both of them having these athletic backgrounds. I don't think they necessarily know each other's purpose for such until we get around. To this point, so we're, we're here at issue 169, and I want to say, too, that Frank Miller stays on, so he starts at 168 to do the story and the art, and he, he is dual roles until issue 191, and then he comes back to do the Born Again series starting at number 226, so he only takes a little bit of a break. That probably would have been a little over two years. 
for kind of looking at it in that regard. But yes, here we go. The, the, um, first of all, we'll get into why, why did you, why is this the issue of choice? This uh, I, I thought so. Like it's, it's essentially a self-contained issue. It's, it's, it is carrying over from the previous bullseye story. But this is pretty much elaborating on why it why? ended that way. So you really well, could pick this up. And on, honestly, if you, if you have never read this issue, you really, I mean, it helps, but you don't need to read the previous bullseye fight. This may, may, may want make uh, make you want to go back and read that two part where he can black widow, but this, this just kind of helps establish that, you know, I mean, he's already crazy to begin with, but. But we, we could sort of touch on that. So in issue 161, towards the end of it, he kind of. Has a breakdown, like a mental breakdown. Uh, right like in the a middle malfunction. Of the fight. Yeah. yeah, he just he just sort of like powers down and just gives up. And it's very sort of uncharacteristic. Of yeah, character. if you read it, if you, if you read it chronologically, you're like, "What the fuck happened to him?" Like, uh, like this, this is how it ends. Yeah. But with Frank knowing the end game with this, there, yeah. this is the big payoff for that. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and flip to this first. So, a lot of people that I would assume, if they're, they're only experience with Frank Miller is um, Dark Knight Returns, this would probably kind of look. Vaguely very familiar. familiar. Yeah. 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 You get the, the TV shots here. Let me, I should probably, well, trying to think because I want to zoom in sometimes too. Yeah. I think we'll mess around with it uh, a little bit. But we have Matt Murdock essentially uh, talking here. Of course, your recent involvement in the, the controversial Angel Dust murders is very much on everyone's mind, Matt. And we'll get right to that. And as he's he's talking, we we get the, we interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. So Bullseye has escaped the Midtown Hospital as he was about to undergo surgery. At this point, I don't think have they because I read so many issues the past couple of days rereading it again. Mm-hmm. Did they make any mention as to the reason why yet that he's having surgery before this? Because it, it it's once he was captured in the the previous fight, I think it's establishing here that he's having surgery because he he's got a brain tumor. It's it's just kind of. But, but I don't think that they've we, we had we I think at this point we still have no idea why yet. We get it in a couple pages. Yeah. Oh yeah. At that yeah. point, you're just like, okay, he he just you know has his malfunction essentially, and then you're not. It's not explained yeah. after that. Yeah. So we here, have here. It, yeah, he's about to undergo surgery, and you're like, all right, well, well, why is that? And, you know, they're saying he's not armed, but he's dangerous anyway because, of course, a bullseye, anything that he gets his hands on is a deadly it's a weapon. weapon. Yeah. So they come back to Matt, and Matt is gone. Go ahead and let's see. Yeah, I'll move it like this because this page is spread here. And I think some people were confused as to why the cover looked the, the way that it did. But, you know, Daredevil is showing up. And he's like, hey, you know, what, what's what's going on here? And, uh, yeah, Bullseye's out. And then we, we cut here to Bullseye, and he that tumor, which we're going to find out why, is because of the tumor. But because of that, it's, it's messed with his brain. It's pushing on his brain in a certain degree that everyone he looks at is Daredevil. And it comes and goes. It like he'll he'll see the visions, you know, vanish, and then all of a sudden, 
wherever he's at, they just pop up. He has these intense headaches um, that that pop up, and he just he just decides to mow through anybody who's wearing the Daredevil costume, no matter. Which, I, which I, to I, me, like to us, we're seeing a very large black man with a boombox, uh, a couple walking by, but to him. Like they're all there. I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, it's all Daredevil. But does do the, does Daredevil certainly does Matt Murdock certainly look like he's you know, uh, you know, a, probably a, a six foot five muscular dude as opposed to you know, yeah. I, it's just you know, I don't know. I'm just curious. Like I mean, Bulls, I just see the red costumes all over the place. But and at this point, he's he's just he's just fucking nuts. He's, yeah, he's lost his mind. Yeah, but I do. I do like this shot here. How he's walking down. You still have this. Uh, check it out. Got great stuff. Up back, Jack, and the dude keeps saying great stuff as he's just gradually walking towards him. Ah, stab that person. Ah, yep. take him out. Huh, what are they doing? Yes, you know, sir. Like, he's just. I think now, uh, and I don't want to get back on that train of thought, but I think something like this could be played for laughs. If oh, absolutely. In a certain way. Yeah. Um, but here, it's just showing you how, how maniacal and. Like taking that one gentleman that was with his wife and throwing him headfirst into that lamppost, and then yeah. the hustler on the side of the street just has his neck snapped. Yep, just like that. Yeah, like, just, just like that. And then we we see here he looks up and and now, now everything's fine. Like everyone looks normal to him again. But also, I like this shot. He walks up to the the tailors, switches the open sign to closed. Yeah, it's like I need you to make me a costume, and the guy. Which like, I'm oh. going to assume, without being told anything, that this is probably the regular place he would go to to have his costume made. Because it says 20 minutes later, after he enters this tailor shop, he's got his costume back. So either that, or the guy's just that good. I mean, for him to be able to put together that that very specific outfit, I mean, hey, it's comic book, you know. Uh, rules and mythology anything goes at this point like so, to really be questioning about the logic of how quickly well, so be. maybe they should have changed it from 20 minutes to like 90 that or you know who knows i mean i kind of feel like with a lot of these guys they may have like ongoing deals with certain individuals like hey if i need a new costume or an upgrade i need to come to you to have this done like you, you everyone goes to a certain individual help with this or with that or whatever so you know but uh like he has an arrangement with this guy who makes suits, you know. But also, nine o'clock at night, and the dude would still technically be open, according to this patron here. And that's that's yeah, late. that's pretty late for a shop like this. But uh, once again, I could see this being played to play. Yeah, play. Yeah, it's th th this could easily be done. I mean, it's just it's, it's, all of Frank's shots in this book. They're very cinematic. They would yep. look great as an animated film or. Well, God is live action, which you know kind of goes to the point of like your Sin Cities and things like that. Why those yeah. were turned into movies the way that yeah. they were because it, it's, and... it, it's easy to take those shots and yeah, we could do this and also do it on a budget. Yeah, yeah, but Bullseye's back, <laughs> but then he, he he's also his brain; it's on fire. Yeah, and uh, I just love he, that, and he, that and intensity. He he blames Daredevil for it. Yep. It's all his fault. 
and and this too this takes place at christmas time so it's, yeah it's snowing in in, in hell's kitchen and slash new so, york it's, and that was part of the reason i'm like maybe this is another reason why tyler picked this because he's always a sucker for those nighttime stories and so like some sort of precipitations going on if yeah it's, it's, it, or it, snowing. it's atmospheric when you say yeah. like it's, we'll get later on there you know well uh, just there's certain shots that seeing your heroes um in the snow, in the rain, at night, with the moon full by a church or on, uh, you know, uh, a ledge somewhere, or it just where the it just looks like it's a dangerous environment, even though there may not be anything going on. Like just yeah. something about nighttime battles in comics are much more. Um, I don't know. They're they're just more striking to look at than than daytime. This is when we this is when we are fully made aware of what's going on. So Bullseye has a cancerous growth, a tumor in his brain, which causes him to suffer agonizing headaches as well as hallucinations. This tumor was probably responsible for his emotional collapse at Coney Island. So mm-hmm. Daredevil 161, as you see there. So uh, once again, one of the beautiful things about comic books is if you, this was the first comic you ever picked up. You got it right there. Tells you yeah. Daredevil 161. Oh, okay. Well, let me go check that out and send you down this rabbit hole. Just that's how they hook you. That and they, they do make points of you know, which I feel like a lot of times books. Well, hell, I don't know if they do it now anymore, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> you know that they would always take a, a brief moment to explain like Daredevil's powers or Spider-Man's oh, yeah. powers. Yeah, when yeah. they're going into action, they always want to take that one opportunity to at least let a possible new reader know, hey. I can do this because of this, or this is why I have, you know, such heightened senses. Or I've noticed uh, here with Daredevil, they like to do it when um, either within the first two, three pages, or usually if it opens with Matt Murdock when he goes to change costumes into Daredevil, that's when yeah. you get a little blurb of uh, he was blinded as a child, and his super senses are the reason he's able to. Scale this building. Like I can't remember what issue it's in, but he's starting. He's he's running, and there's an old man that's running with him. And he's oh like, yeah, yes, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I I run this. It's five six miles a day. Blah blah blah. And then and then Daredevil just starts going up a, a building, just running up a building. He's like, I well, think it's I the first Prince of Kingpin in Daredevil. I think it might be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, which would that, be, that was always an interesting uh, in, intro. Uh, it just. Yeah. You know, just saying he's he's running across the I guess the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and just going up it like it, it. That's one of those things too that makes Daredevil so fascinating is that the guys with his intense limitations can do things that you only see Spider Man doing. Like you don't you don't see Captain America, even though he's a super soldier. Yeah, the things that that Daredevil does are very similar to what Spider Man does, just on intense senses and uh, unbelievable training. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. Well, yeah, but there there's something about these kind of characters too, because there's the stories within them aren't. They're more grounded. They're not. They're gr- as, I was going to say they're not cosmic and otherworldly. And, and, and that's my that's my preference though. Like I, I it's even though like you got Silver Surfer, which is fucking badass. Yeah, and and some other characters too that are more cosmic and things like that. But like the X Men can do both grounded and cosmic. Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four yeah. can do both. Yeah, yeah, they can do both. But I yeah. feel like Daredevil, Spider Man is another guy that can bleed bleed over. Not so much cosmic, but he can do. He, he can get involved. You he know? can get involved, but he he can't be the sole focus. No, he, if, he's like not going to a complete outer space adventure yeah. or something yeah. like that. But yeah. 
but I feel like, you know, and I tend to enjoy the more grounded stories, you know, even though like, you know, some of my favorite villains are really uh, connected to grandiose, like Dr. Doom and Red Skull, but they're still, I don't know, a little bit more grounded, I think, you know, um, in no, their plans. I'm... But, 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 but like, like we're talking about here, this is about as grounded as it gets, you know, this is the kind of thing that, that Luke Cage or Iron Fist or Shane Chi would be dealing with Moon Knight, you know, more, the yeah. more like, you know, or, uh, organized crime, mob bosses and things yeah. like that, you know, yeah. assassins. Ninjas. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you on that. I do uh, tend to enjoy the, the, the street stories, a little the, you know, we're in uh, all these other big teams and you see them and Frank's done this a couple of times in his writing. It's, Call the Avengers. Oh, what they're they're out of town. What about the Fantastic Four? All oh, them too, kind of thing. So it's like, oh, this is what we're left with. But I never look at that as as a bad thing. I think no, because I mean, even though most of the stuff all takes place in New York, you think, okay, there is a shit ton of superheroes just in one city. They're all living live in New York yeah. essentially, and yet they're all busy, you know, out of state or uh, well, up country, or they're down in the sewers, or down at the Earth's core, they, outer space. Or, they did that with. The, the Hulk issue. So oh, you, yeah, you, yeah. you hear them say, oh, we're, the Avengers are out of town. Fantastic Four aren't here. And even you have Daredevil himself. He's like, I can't really, I can only try attempt to tangle with the Hulk. I know I can't beat him, but I'm going to try. And that, that I, honestly, Daredevil um, is, now granted, uh, you were talking about the stories uh, before this, before Frank started doing the, the art and the writing were kind of shit. And I admittedly haven't gone to read those earlier, earlier issues prior to this. But um, I would go out on a limb and say because of Frank Miller doing these and Born Again and Man Without Fear, that Daredevil is one of my favorite comic book uh, characters. Yeah. Just because uh, the stories that, that are told, uh, it's it gives you dashes of some of those characters like a doc Ock that you get, but also um, we'll talk about this a lot more once we get out of this issue. Once Kingpin is brought in and you get just that, that scrummy underbelly of all the mobs and uh, the, the hand and then ninjas come into play. And yeah. Like, oh, what the hell's going on? But it's, it's awesome at the same time. And knowing that, you know, those are characters that, you know, seeing people like the Punisher get involved with stuff like that, taking on the hand, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think who, who else, I feel like the hand is, is, is fought so many people, but just in a lot of ground level heroes. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man and Kingpin, of course, been tangling for years, Daredevil, Punisher. I think Go Ghost Rider's gotten involved uh, with the hand as well, uh, especially when Dan Catch comes along and becomes the second Ghost Rider, like the hand shows up in that. Yeah. I, I can't remember if Kingpin shows up or not there in that too, but, uh, I'm it's, sure. It's, it's, I, I'm sure it's simple because Kingpin's always kind of at least had a, a little bit of a hand with yeah. hand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's. Uh. He, I just feel like with him being like the biggest crime boss in New York, that you know, it. You you could put Kingpin in with damn near any superhero almost, and you know what? It would. You could put Cap and Kingpin in a story that, which is something I, I wouldn't mind seeing. You know, or fuck. Uh, I, oh, there, there's. I, I never said this to you. I read this a while back, and I came across it by asking because there's there's still so many books that I I still to this day learning about. Yeah, it was a Marvel team up annual, and it was Kingpin and the Purple Man, kind of in this forced alliance, but to to take on Spider Man, Daredevil, Moon Knight, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. 
Oh, that sounds actually really all, all in the same issue. Like Kingpin's like, well, no, I'm gonna. I think Purple Man like his power doesn't work against Kingpin, so they kind of have this arrangement. No, you're gonna get all these guys to show up at the same location. They're all gonna be taken out. So all see them show up at this at this at this opera. I think is what it was. This play and shit goes down with or no no Purple Man. Fuck, I'm, I'm screwing it up. But it, Pur- Purple Man Pur- Purple Man is there, and everyone is in the audience. Like you know, uh, Danny. And uh, Luke Cage, uh, Peter Parker, Matt Murdock, and uh, fuck, um, Moon Knight's real name. Anyway, they're all there and, and shit. Oh, Mark Spector, excuse me. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a really bad brain fart. But, but just knowing that they're all there oh, in the man. audience and, and, and shit goes down and they all jump into action. Yeah. You know, it's not nah. the greatest story in the world, but just seeing but all But just these, the collection of heroes. Yeah, it, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's yeah. just it's something, you know, as a fan, you're like, fuck, you owe it to yourself to check out that issue just because of seeing all these guys teaming up together. Yeah. And I think for the most part, mo- some of them are meeting for the first time in that book, I think. Some of them, at least. But but anyway. <laughs> if you can remember the names, that is. Hey, I, yeah, if I'm not I, fucking it up again. I, dude, I'm way worse at it than you are, so that's fine. But um, they, they talk more about Bullseye's tumor, which I like this exchange here where they say, if that tumor's not removed, he will die soon. <laughs> you get that? That'd be a real loss to society. And yep. it does kind of bring up the question in this of, you know, uh, which matt will later struggle with of yeah i I, I could let you die but i'm not going to like i i I believe that i believe in you and i believe that this could save you you know it's Uh, it's that that same moral dilemma that all the great superheroes go through like they're not i mean they're not the punisher they're not out to murder they just want to stop people you know and they'll beat the shit out of you to stop you but they're not going to kill you for two reasons one you keep killing off everybody you have nobody good to keep you know keep the stories going (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but two, but two, it's also like that. That is the, you know, we're not a vigilante. We're just doing what something that the police are have unable. They ever to do. done that before? And just for shits and giggles, have they ever had a hero that's like, well, I took care of everybody, I'm done, and then and then the shit just ends. Like they're done with that. Yeah, I, I, that's why I kind of flipped. They never think about that in the movies. Like when they decide to kill off the villains. Like you know, you do realize if this is a hit, you can bring back the villain in the sequel at some point. Like no, then ah, they just nah. have to find other another villain to bring in that yeah, won't but, quite right, hit well, the yeah. Mark. So well, you know what? We'll just we'll just get that one. We'll we'll put him in the sequel. We'll put her in the sequel. Well, in fact, we know we'll put all four of them in the sequel. Yeah, great. it's called it's called plot armor. There we yeah, go. yeah, you got to have that. But yeah. We transition from that into oh yeah, Bullseye. It's, he's he's going to go check out the Maltese Falcon, dude. Yeah. Which uh, us, us, you know, being movie fans, like, can appreciate Bullseye's going to go to the movie, and a couple of movie nerds are giving their own commentary while the movie's going on. And yeah. Bullseye's- and, and I thought that Bullseye was going to just, these were going to be the ones that he was going to kill, but no. That's that's he's he starts talking to himself because he's yeah. these headaches are getting more intense and someone's like, hey, I'm trying to watch the movie. So then he just like, fuck you. And then he just kicks him. I'm assuming I, that looks like a woman. I know. Kicking, I th- but I, th- I don't th- think, I it think is, it's though. a dude with long hair. OK, well, yeah, because there, there's a woman making out making time with her boyfriend in the back. Oh, yeah. Too, yeah. So. She's pretty much just like fucking riding him back here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But and, yeah, and I. The- I I thought these guys for sure were going to get it because they weren't shutting up, you know? Yeah. You, you just wait for someone. Well, as, as you and I both know from experience, people who want to give their own 
live commentary than the movie you paid for. Yeah. I didn't pay for your commentary. Exactly. If I wanted it, I'll get the DVD slash exactly. Blu-ray with your commentary. Didn't we didn't we use that line once to some people that were or maybe I did it and you weren't there. I mean yeah, I, I, I think I was at the that. movies with Sam once and we had some people talking and I was like Hey, if I want a commentary, that exact thing. I said, hey, if I want a commentary with this, I'll just wait for the DVD. We should use that on King Kong Bundy when we saw that piece of shit Meg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. God. But while Bullseye and, yeah, uh, yeah, Grim says he kicked a hippie in the face. So. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's definitely like a, a dude with long hair. Um, but he's beating the shit out of all these people. Meanwhile, Daredevil shows up and and gets involved. But also, while this is going on, you have Foggy and everyone else. At, but their at, law firm is having their Christmas party. And they're like, where's Matt? Where's Matt? It's like, oh, yeah, he'll, he'll be here. He'll, he'll be here. Of course he's got a secret life, Foggy. thought everybody knew about Matt's secret life, which... Uh, kind of just lets the audience wink, think, wink. oh my gosh, you're going to give him up? They're like, no. No, yeah. she's not gonna give him up. Yeah, which Heather? There you go, Heather. Yeah, Heather. Yeah, still can't which remember is, her last name though. Yeah, but she she'll be his. Uh, uh, she was her father was was murdered, and she at at, at a time like blamed Matt slash Daredevil yeah. for the murder of her father. Um, um, kind of a reoccurring theme for one Matt Murdock meets a girl, father dies. They they're they're in love and then they're not in love and I've noticed too. Oh, I, I mean it doesn't bother me. I don't know if it bothers you, but Murdoch's got a lot of options and not only that, but he's got a lot of fallbacks too because it, it seems like th- these girls just want him all the time. All yeah. of them do. All of them. Uh, I mean, well, what's I mean? How can you not, you know, appreciate that in your superhero? You want them to be, but why? You do know, you, the, why do you the alpha think male. That, well, is it because he's blind though? Is it is it one of those things that it's it garners enough sympathy that they're like, I can I can help him, I can I can be there, I can nurse they him. Pro- they probably I, see it as as this open vulnerability, you know, that when women are attracted to vulnerabilities in men. Maybe you know they may say they like the tough guy and all this stuff, but every woman wants to see that vulnerable side to a man. And Matt is right it's right there in front of you. He can't see, so you yeah. from the get go, you that's that's about as vulnerable as you can get. Or, or it could be they don't have to worry about whether they're ugly. Well, or George Costanza, like you know, a, a, a blind guy really doesn't care uh, really care if you're good looking or not. You know, <laughs> yeah. doesn't ever see it. You know, that, well, yeah, that could you play. Can, you can let you can let you let yourself go, let your apartment go. You know, they never really know that you're not good enough for them. It's like, if I, like if I think they figured out eventually. Well, <laughs> and Febmon says he's handsome and he has money. Uh, not necessarily money because, well, I think at this point with their law firm, it has caught on and they're doing okay. But most of the time with these stories, they're taking on clients for free and they're not making yeah. much. Plus, he met Electra in college when he had yeah. nothing. Yeah, so it's it's more or less like... He is charming, though. Like he does have that going for him. Oh, he knows. He knows how to. Well, he knows how to talk to women. Which you know, you know, whether you're good looking or not, if you know how to talk to women. But it goes a long way. But but he's also a lawyer. So in that regard, he he knows how to speak to begin with. Yes. Yes. He's very eloquent. He 
he can charm you. He can he can talk about anything with you because I mean he has and to be able to take on and, and, and yeah to, yeah to a certain degree manipulative too because I think when you're a, a lawyer especially, um, I mean granted they're they're not well I guess, I guess they do they you have you have to be a bit hardened I think to be a lawyer you've yeah. got to put all emotion aside which as as is you know you read this run of Daredevil by Frank and you know there's moments where. He struggles, but he's also very, um, what the, what's the word? Like he's very cold at times. Like, oh yeah, yeah because definitely. he has to be. Like yeah. it, it's 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 a dilemma that he he just deals with internally, and it's not because he's blind. It's it's the moral dilemma that he goes through. But it's 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 that kind of it's his code of honor that he has to follow. Yeah, you know, I feel like Spider Man really struggles, and sometimes will say fuck it. And say, you know, whatever, but there's always a consequence to his actions, whereas Daredevil just kind of like just, he doesn't, I mean, he, he keeps it all bottled in so much. Like he does not have, but he's also got, um, the idea of law and justice on his side. Whereas sometimes with Spider-Man, he, he's, he's not as attached to that aspect of it as because Murdoch being a lawyer, he sees it in a different way than most people do to begin but, but they also have the same approach like i'm not trying to kill you i'm not going to kill you even though you may you have killed people i'm not going to kill you they still have that that idea that you know i'm, I'm going to stop you but i yeah. feel like even though and that's the that's the conundrum about matt is like he's taking the law into his own hands by going above and beyond what law enforcement are or or, or given the the responsibilities of doing by going and physically attacking people yeah you know, I mean, assault and battery, yeah. you know, and various other things. And yet he, you know, but it helps being a lawyer on <laughs> ways to work around that. But when you watch the, the first season of Daredevil, which is by far the best season that they'd ever done. I, like, and, I and actually it, started doing that again. I picked up because oh. I, I saw <laughs> I, I saw because I started watching it on uh, Disney Plus like uh, months and months ago. I think I got uh, four episodes into it then. And then I looked and it showed where I'd watched those four. And I had seen season one, I think at this point now, two times over. So this would be the third rewatch of that season. So I just jumped back in because I knew sort of where I was. I think I'm on like episode seven or eight now. I'm like, yeah, this shit's really good. That, that, that first season, it's just so even with the lecture and Punisher and the hand showing up in season two, like you have one member of the hand showing up in season one. But yeah. um, season two, even with all that, still season one. It's the better season, I think. The build-up of... Getting them in the suit. Getting them in the suit, wearing the black outfit, and building and building and building and building. Like, it's just... It's meeting Ben Yurt, establishing that, who the kingpin is, and it's just... It's it's perfect. And And why you don't say his name. Yeah. Oh, man. It'll it'll never get... That car door scene... Oh, or he yeah. just like keeps slamming that dude's head, and then yeah. you just the you just hear that, that visceral crunch. <laughs> well, not only that, but you just see the 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 matter just like plop yeah. in the, on the pavement was, and just like go clean it up. Like this yeah. is a you know, yeah. This yeah. isn't the first time this has happened, but <laughs> I, I th- there's that there's that scene towards the latter part when when Foggy finds out you know what's going on. And they had that discussion, and like Matt, you're a lawyer. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And and he he tells him like I, I overheard, you know, because of his hearing, a, a father that would go to his daughter's bedroom at night, 
and called yeah. called the police, called child services. Nothing could be done about because the guy, the father was very smart about it. And he's like, you know what? I took it and I beat the fuck out of this guy, and I never slept better. <laughs> now it's it's hard hard to argue with anybody, and I think any good lawyer, a, a very um, uh, a lawyer that is not about trying to bend the truth of the law to their will, they're, they're about enforcing the law. And not, I don't and think not, anybody would, and not to get rich. They actually they're doing it because they they, they, they care want, and they want to they protect get, yes. the people. Yeah. So to, to find out that if you found out your best friend was a lawyer and went and did that, I don't think if you and I, either one of us, were on the receiving end of hearing. Like if I found out Nathan went out and did that. If I'm I don't a masked that, vigilante, a masked that's vigilante, taking, you know, taking justice into my own hands. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think I have any problems. Like, no. In what a are situation, you doing, man? Like, no, oh, yeah. you did that because he was doing that. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, you know. Um, back at the theater, though, I would transition back here in the comic. So, um, we're not seeing that what Bullseye is seeing, but he makes a point to say, "I'll make sure none of you ever get up again." Funny how they change back into people. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that just being like one of those lines uh, with mani- as maniacal as he is, just kind of like looking at it like a like a like a puppy, just kind of like, huh? Yeah, funny Almost how it like, back into people. Kind of like how Lloyd Ryan Reynolds would say a line, you know. Yeah. I just feel like you know, that kind of quip, you know. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I digress. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Daredevil shows up. Please let me help you. And now we get a few pages of i think yeah. up until the end of the book them fighting yeah we got one one small uh, break after the fight in the movie theater, and it picks right back up again after that uh, by the way as this fight once again all these people are getting killed behind them. these these two guys still back here one one of course is coughing which will play into yep. here momentarily I, I like that one shot of daredevil there with, with uh the light of the movie theater like the, the projecting light oh Right, like, right here, right there, right there. I just think that's just such a badass looking panel. Yeah, like he's just very like just that calm and collected. Well, not only that, look but that he, this the, the, the as well the, with bullseye. Yeah, the malice in bullseye's face, which is that is a staple of the character. He's fucking nuts, but God, he's the most, one of the most dangerous men on the planet. Yeah, and he he's taken one of these guys hostage. Yeah, he's like drop it. So he drops it, and then of course bullseye. Hits him right there with a knife. Daredevil plays plays dead for a second, but meanwhile, Electra is back in town. She's back in town. She she got on a plane and flew over. Right? Is it here? Yeah, I want to say it's here that she flew over from Europe. What she's been doing, we will later find out. But she sneaks into Matt's apartment, finds this to Matt. All my love, Heather. Gets really mad. Yeah, <laughs> like how, how dare who, he? Who is the move on? Whore? Yeah, how dare he move on? And of course, you know Heather comes out in this this whole number. Yeah. Once again, if if you're looking at this um, in a cinematic sense, I also go back to Sin City. Yeah. When you think about those certain With shots, the blind the shades, uh, the yeah. shadows on, on yeah. her, and uh, you know it's uh it's it, it does it, even though like to be in that position i do not envy you know being a man caught up between multiple women like that's just a <laughs> dilemma like you you should you should never be put in that situation to begin with and right. thank god i've never done anything like that <laughs> but but i'm like to see this like 
you know, you've got one of the world's deadliest assassins who's still crazy about you, but she cannot, you know, she's not going to settle you. down. She, she hates, hates you. She hates you, and then yes, loves you. Lo loves you, <laughs> and then you know breaks into your apartment, breaks something that your your current girlfriend slash fiance gave you, and you're just like, what? Yeah, yeah. you just kind of feel like you come home from that kick kicking ass and and uh, fight. That's, like, that's a red flag for sure. Yeah, yeah, that that is something that you know this woman needs to get some serious help. She's hot, you know, but still, like, oh god, I I don't I don't I don't. Even it, 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 when you when you read Man Without Fear and you see how fucking dangerous Electra is, and mm -hmm. when when they're in college, like she's apparently very great in bed, <laughs> but she will drive you to the brink of insanity and death. It's for not fun. worth it. It's not worth. It's it. not worth it. <laughs> not worth the fuck of the century is not worth the the, the aneurysm of the century. Yeah. So uh, uh, because it's mostly dudes that listen to our shows. Hey doesn't matter how great the sex is if she's fucking crazy man it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> or as brian quinn from impractical jokers and tell him steve said man man crazy girls fuck great <laughs> well i guess electra uh, no no exception to the rule yeah well yeah that probably is true but do you really want the baggage and her dad issues and all these other yeah things that you, you gotta but, do i with? mean you know he also has the 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 having it tacked on that he was present when her father was killed. Yeah. So that's exponentially worse. It's not a situation that he's coming into years after the fact and he says something wrong and it like flips a switch. Yeah. On. yeah it's like, he I'm, was there. Triggered. Yeah. You know? He was there. He's been there yeah. this whole timeline from that. So, I mean, she resents him for that to begin with, but boy, does, does she, does she love him? Something fierce, you know? Yeah, she does. Hell hath no fury, like uh, Electra scorn. But uh, here we are. We are uh, uh, Daredevil's kind of letting the uh, lieutenant know that uh, he kind of played played possum, making Bullseye mm -hmm. think they'd hit him in the heart when he just took it in the shoulder there and just had to play dead for a bit so Bullseye could get away. He's like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" And but the, but this was also, uh, as he discovers, beneficial to his plan. Throat lodges uh, Bullseye took uh, two hostages. One of them had a bad cough, so now he has a way. This guy's going to need these. If not, the cough's going to be worse, but also yeah. it's going to be easier for me if I concentrate hard enough to detect where they're at. Yeah. And that is something that, and I, and th this sequence here, and of course I love the, the snowy atmosphere. Like yeah. it's Christmas time at night. Like it's just something, it, ha having an action story take place at Christmas time, like it just kicking ass and saving the day at Christmas time. Like I, I just always thought that was but, be, like hey, such that, a cool that, thing, you know? You should, uh, you should watch the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus then, because it takes place during Christmas time. No, it's okay. It's actually, I was going to say, if you're going to, if you were to pick one out of those, I know Ren was up there talking about how he, he liked Loki. Uh, a decent oh, match. my God. Um, <laughs> Ren, Ren, dude, you you come on our podcast and you hey, hang on. trash, 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 and you fucking like Loki? What is the I, matter with you? I, I think I only watched the first episode of it. I haven't gone. I there, refuse but... to watch any of it. When I see what's in it, like people are like, ho, 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 it's Loki as an alligator. But, it's Loki as this. This is funny. But Hawkeye was all right. I didn't mind Hawkeye that much at all. I thought uh, what they did was serviceable enough and uh, was was fun. Granted, I it, they could have gone slightly darker with it if they wanted to. But bull, uh, bull, Disney ain't got the balls. 
Bullseye's yeah. done got the Disney. I think it's funny yeah, yeah. that they like they just go back to their apartment. You know, it's like, he starts looking at the movie. Person, hey, remember these guys? Like, I that's a conversation I like to have seen. You know play out in live action like just to see him like looking at the movie poster collection and yeah and say oh yeah i saw this movie in theaters oh man i, I was this old when i saw this movie and and just you know he's just using it as a, a haven right now but uh you know what I'll, just, I'll poke the bear a little bit since ren's still here so you didn't watch it how can you dislike it because there's been plenty of shit that i'm like you know what i know i'm not gonna like it and i, I that same argument comes up to this day I mean, and all, all I got to do is pinpoint something to Ren that I know he hasn't seen. And because he has trashed so many things, he's like, man, that looks stupid. And it's like, oh, okay. So you thought it looked stupid, but I'm the asshole because I know my own taste. And typically, yes, from it's, time to time, you will come across a movie that you thought was going to be shit. It turns out it was pretty good. It's, it's for the best, though. Uh, we need to spare Tyler the extra aneurysms and uh, stress. You know, because if we push him too far, he's going to turn out like old bulls. Yeah, my head's going to be like this. Like, oh, my. And everyone I think everyone I see is going to be like, really? <laughs> I like Loki. Trash, <laughs> trash, trash. I wish I could do that Ren laugh. Ren's got that very distinct he laugh. He does have a good know? laugh. You yeah, I, go... I love his laugh. If we get Ren, if, if I get Nathan and Ren laughing, it's a good time. Like, I, I love their laughs. Well, hell, everyone on our podcast, they all got good laughs if we get them going. But Ren, Ren's got a very distinct laugh. And I. I hope he laughs a lot. I hope the rest of uh, where he lives, they get to hear him laugh when he's at the grocery store, or when he's, you know. Do you think uh, Ren just goes to the grocery store and he's just laughing for no he's reason? He's just like look, look, looking at the prices. <laughs> I ain't paying for this trash. And just, I don't know. I, I don't know what he does. I don't know. Ren, do you buy groceries? <laughs> so the dialogue you were talking about, uh, it kind of happens here with Bullseyes. He's talking about, yeah, they're from the movies I saw when I was a kid. I got a big kick out of these guys. That was before I learned that it's only in the movies that you win just by being a good boy. In real life, if he's quick and smart and nasty enough, the bad guy wins. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good line of dialogue there. And just seeing what, uh, as we're getting ready for Daredevil to do his, what he does best is his kind of... Using his senses to yeah. de- essentially be a detective. Yeah, he he's going into Batman mode here, and yep. uh, th- this is what uh, th- and what we're going to see here on the next page, like the these shots coming up, like he's getting a, a good like this this right here, him sitting where he's concentrating on the and isolating the sounds, and, and just listening to all these sounds all over the city that are, that he's picking up from boom boxes, honking horns, alarm clocks, tea kettles. People screaming at, at basketball games. But it's not only oh, that. It, it's not even the uh, it's such a, a good complimentary thing going on. Because one yeah. thing I uh, I like a lot about Frank Miller's writing is is how he puts this down. You know, Daredevil relaxes and clears his mind of thought. A wave of sound and he up and he looks like like that clear. that that shot of him from the side there. Yeah, and you see in the the, the cityscape there and the snow come beating it just he just looks so concentrated right i just love that shot with the 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 skylight uh, lit up behind and that right there yeah i mean that that's like a man who's in deep thought like that yeah. that's just beautiful i need to get ren to do draw some daredevil like i had this idea for like a collage of like superheroes of my favorites i want to i had to get ren he's working on a current piece for me oh, no, oh yeah 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 
Yeah, yes, he is. I'm shocked. Has there been a point in time in the last like year where he's not working on something that you've commissioned for? Uh, I, I, well, he, he's been busy doing other projects too. But I, I just feel like I, I, every, I tend to take a break and like you know give the wallet a rest. I'm like, oh boy, it's really well, and and give this. him a rest too, because I know uh, Ren had posted something. I can't remember if it was on his Facebook or on his Instagram. Ren, you can chime in here in the chat. Where he kind of talked about, you know, when it comes to being an artist, it's like a little, little. Yeah, it's you, like need, you need to take a break from it. You got to take a break. Come back and give it your best, because yeah. you know why would any artist want to give you subpar, substandard artwork when you know how good they can be? And well, and then the burnout's real, you know, especially oh, if, God, you, yeah. if you spend time drawing stuff that maybe um, is not necessarily something you're excited about, but you know you got to do it to, to reach a deadline to keep pushing forward will drain you, you know, so you, you got to have that recharge. Yeah. Which I, I, I appreciate that. Cause I know when I would buy over from Kevin and Axel, like I, I'm like, I get it guys. I get it. You know, yeah. but, um, but whatever, whatever, uh, Ren, uh, I, I just, well, he always get, delivers it, the goods. Yeah. If you get too burnt out, then you're just like sitting on like, the floor this. like this. Yeah. And all Ren's hearing is my voice saying, you know, well, Ren, you know, this is better. My, my taste is better. My movies are better. You know, Loki socks. And... <laughs> but, but now the coughing's starting to get on on his nerves. That, that's starting to to get him amped up. And and while he's having that fire in his brain once again, the other guy decides he's going to try to crush his skull. And it doesn't happen. I like this shot right here too. But it's also sort yeah. of this is sort of. I saw this and I'm like, man, that looks like anime to me a little bit. But I still like with the, with the emotion line. Yeah, like you know, the, the yeah. lines going in a close up yeah. shot of his eyes like that. But here's Daredevil busting through. I won't let you kill again, Bullseye. I won't. And we are up and running till the very end. All <laughs> this this fight breaks out inside the apartment complex. Some, you just hear the, the 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 sound of the door smashing. Yep. Going down to the bottom, and I mean, just knowing that as Daredevil is pursuing him. They, those senses tell him where he's going and just already like sizing up. I, I'm going to lose him down in the subway or my senses yeah. are going to be fucked up because of the subway. Like the, the, the what is, oh, God, it's just, but, but that. But also how it's written uh, into a man-made purgatory that brutalizes his hyper senses. Its stench rises to meet him on a dry displays, on air displays, sorry, by a 70 foot steel and glass monster. The monster charges deep into the earth and charging its screams. So just very descriptive of just that's that's I've never heard a subway be described in such a manner. But when you read it that way, you're like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Subways are very loud. And and yet uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil completely ignored that that idea when, he, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the, he, when he lets that one mob boss or one criminal die on the on the subway tracks. Yeah, he's not affected at all. By the subway, you know, or the, the the train going through the subway tunnel at all. Well, you did rank it above Batman eighty nine. So. Hey, look, I I I came out of my way to say, look, I'm going to say this knowing the only thing Nathan's going to say is, you know, because I was I was fat and needed something to believe in, so I said it was, <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. But now they're they're fighting here within within the tracks uh, even his radar sense fills in which i've always enjoyed any of the shots yeah. that we get of uh, yeah, me too. Radar. great shadow work yeah 
and just have it punch you one of those steel pillars right there. Can you imagine? Oh my god! And then immediately getting this kicked in the back. Right I mean, into right, the the center, right into your spine there, and yeah. then your your spine's worked on again when he's trying to break your neck. Like that, seeing that struggle in his face there with this. I mean, just look. There's anger. There's there's frustration right there, and just the way he's got the angle he's drawing bullseye's hands wrapped around daredevil like that i yeah. just um it's it it looks like such an um i i couldn't begin to fathom like obviously we all ever but uh, like to go through what daredevil, daredevil does and to recover <laughs> from just one brawl let alone something that has been going on all evening yeah you know uh and and a place now where his senses are they're they're working against him and uh i just this is this is the kind of story that makes make can make a break a superhero, and this this solidifies Daredevil. And look at this, he gets right up and just fucks bullseye up. I mean, just one, two, three, four, five. I mean, I mean, yeah. and the, the uh, well, kill it, And he says, as long as I can hold on to you, I can find you, bullseye. Find yeah. you and hit you again and again and again. And that that shot where he's got like the, the Michael Keaton like you know backhand punch, you know from yeah. the eighty nine. Yeah, that right there. The elbow, and then taking his hit and slamming it <laughs> on the tracks. Like, what the fuck, man? Jesus Christ. The man's got a brain tumor. <laughs> 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 you know, and just seeing him, like, he is all sprawled out on the tracks like that. And checks his pulse, like, no, he's still alive. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his just, pulse slowing. He's unconscious. I did it. I won. As he's talking to himself, and you just see God. him just laying there. Obviously, pro- blood splatter right here out of his yeah. mouth. Don't you don't get a good detail on that, but it's it's definitely there. Oh, I just seeing the impact of those punches there, like with the the blast effect on all those punches. Like, yeah, he's he's uh, well. Hey, look at Daredevil's face. Yeah, yeah, he's got the blood dripping from his yeah. face. My my hands shaking. No, not my hands. It's the tracks, and he's realizing that a train's about to fucking just run him over and and turn him into tiny little pieces, and he backs away. And he's like, Bullseye is still on the track. He's like, he'll be killed. Nothing I can do. Too weak. I'm too weak to lift him. Too weak. You deserve to die, Bullseye. You just kill again. I hate you. And he turns away as he's saying that. But then he looks. And then we get this shot where he goes and he grabs him and gradually pulls him out. You can just hear the sound of that train getting closer and closer. Probably like, you know. But trying just to stop or just the 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 thoughts in his mind, you know, like he's wanted to help him this this whole time, and he knows that he's bad, and he even says, "You'll just kill again," and I hate you, I hate you, and you don't. And it get hasn't that. Got, it, it hasn't gotten personal yet. Yeah. Bullseye has not make made that personal uh, kill yet, which will be coming in a few more issues. Yeah. So here we are, our our final page. Why'd you do it, Daredevil? You should have let him die. And Daredevil's pretty much just saying it's not up to me, and yeah. I'm not a murderer. It's it's we go against society, and it's just I'm no better than Bullseye. Essentially, he, he makes good points, like, and that's pretty much like the code that all most superheroes all follow. But well, it's it's right here. You you see the the various emotions. You see him start to talk. He gets a, he's and then he's stern right here. His fist is balled up, but then you see the drop in his face. I wanted him to die, Nick. I detest what he does, what he is, but I'm not God. I'm not the law and I'm not a murderer. So. Fuck. Which I feel like any, it, when, when you hear anybody say, why don't you just kill the guy? Like 
that's that's not what makes him a superhero. Like yeah. a super, I mean, that's why Punisher is the Punisher, and then you have the rest of the Marvel universe. You know, the the only the only hero that doesn't hesitate to kill, and some even say he's not a hero; he's a murderer. But and he takes he goes out strictly after bad guys. We should also say this too that the, they're both watching the operation. The operation going on, to, yeah. yeah, to get the the tumor removed, and he even says here. He's going to go free. He's going to kill again. And next time it'll be your fault. And, you know, Daredevil doesn't answer. He turns and slowly walks off, praying that tonight he's done the right thing. And then we get him, gentlemen, that operation is a success. The patient will live the end. And we won't see Bullseye again until the death of Electra issue. Yeah. Which follows up pretty much right, right after that. The, the after effects, the, uh, the intense disdain Bullseye has. If you think he thought he hated Daredevil in this issue, like well, that issue amps up his his, you know, malice. But, but we don't. Before we get to that point, though, this is when we get the first appearance of Kingpin within yes. the Daredevil stories, and we that's when we get that whole underbelly of New York. Why Kingpin is come back? Because when he's brought into this story, he's. He's no longer the kingpin. He's off in Japan. Yeah. He he's he's got his wife. He's put all of that behind him, but this evidence has turned up that he can use to put everybody away and things get they, they, everyone's worried about him like coming back and and turning on all of them, putting yeah. them all away and So they put a hit out on him and then he gets pissed and then he comes back and destroys everybody because his his wife, but yeah, they think Vanessa's been killed, and you think you're led you to think, believe, but yeah. she's not. Yeah, it turns out she's not, and Daredevil just, has a hand in that. Yeah, she's just down there hanging out with all the Amatos. Oh yeah, which uh, what what the, those Amatos uh, will will do to their uh, people they discard? Which that was I was like, oh my god, like feeding them to this alligator. Yeah, which I'm like, oh my god, like to see a live action like. Daredevil fighting an alligator. I so wanted to have an illustration of of Kevin Sharp do, doing that, of like Spider Man and Daredevil like taking on a giant alligator in the sewer, like being commanded by the lizard. Like I, 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 hey Ren, get Ren to do it. Put it on yeah, a shirt. That would you look know, awesome. That that I, yeah, because I've yet to have Ren like illustrate full characters. It's always been from the waist up. Yeah. Um. But uh, I, uh, I, it'll I, cost I'd, you more. Well, I, I know it will. That's why I'm like I and I. I get so greedy for characters. Like, I, it's hard for me to limit myself to like just two characters. Like, I'm no, like, I, I think that's perfect though. Spider-Man and Daredevil fighting a a giant, a giant alligator that's being commanded by the lizard. Like, it yeah. comes out of this giant, you know, uh, pipe. You know, like lizards perched up on top of it, like com you know, commanding, and it just comes bursting out. There's water raging, and Daredevil and Spider-Man you know, kind of leaping out of the way as this, you know. Ramon from Alligator, but just yeah. probably about three or four times bigger than that. You know, uh, I just I th and, and is this and, and Ren loves I love Ren's shadow work. So to see him do uh, shadows in the sewer of Daredevil and Spider Man, like classic Daredevil, classic Spider Man, classic Lizard with this I mean mean as fuck Alligator, just eager to try and eat, eat him alive. Like seeing Daredevil fight like that, but I, I like to me I like seeing Spider Man and Daredevil team up. I just you know. <laughs> It's just, yeah. it's just awesome. Well, or, I mean, I mean, it, it it's used uh, quite often. In fact, like one of Frank Miller's um, first 
None. I don't know. I, I'm assuming he only drew this. I don't think there was any. Yeah, yeah he only drew it. But uh, Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man number 27. It's uh, Daredevil and Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Teaming up together. Um, but yeah, a- after that, th- that's that's when we really get into more bullseye stuff, a little more gladiator stuff, because that's tied into a case that Matt's working on to try to free him. We get a decoy there. Yeah. Um, Kingpin. Rising back up to power, as you mentioned, Electra, and the, and the hand will come into play. Hand comes into play. Punisher shows up. Yeah, a, a lot. A lot of good stuff happens during Frank's run, and then you got the the Born Again run, which is a phenomenal story. Yeah, um, but also not as long. That only goes from issue two twenty six to two thirty three. So. Yeah, that, that's a more concise story, but yeah. it has, um, God, it's it's really fucking good. But highly recommend uh, if you enjoyed watching us flip through the pages of 169. Go check out the rest, 170 through 191. It's a, it's a lot of kick-ass stuff that, that goes on there. So before we wrap it up, if any of you have any questions in the chat room, go ahead and throw them out to us now. Even even like comments. I might read some of those too. Sure. Over, over the, the questions. But um. Tyler, what, what do you got on tap to watch this weekend or read this weekend? I don't know. Because you read comic books on the weekends too, don't you? I read, I read them at night before I go to bed. It's kind of like my, my go-to thing to like to kind of wind down. That's a good read, way to fall asleep, yeah. Yeah, I, I read until I can't comprehend the story. Like when I'm like, I'm like uh, or I'll stop. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll probably be reading some more Daredevil when I go to bed tonight. But uh, I'll probably finish watching uh, Karate Kid Part 2 and finish Cobra Kai season four and start season five again. You know, I, I just went through and rewatched the entire run again for the upteen time. Really? So that, um, I had thought about doing that again myself. Cause yeah, I, I just, I, the mood struck me. I'm like, fuck. I'm yeah. And I, 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 I really, yeah. And I, part of me just really wanted to watch season, uh, five when Terry silver takes over as the prime. But I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. Start Every from time the beginning. I, I, I always start from the beginning. I'm like, and just having, Five seasons to sit through, waiting for season six, and it never gets old. Like it's, 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 you know, the one show that I feel like I, I can, I'll never get tired of. And when I watch it, I always watch from the beginning, and I will go all the way to the end. Whereas other stuff, it's like, yeah, I'll watch this one season. You know, like Daredevil season one is, is really good. Season two is pretty good, but I well, that's season that's three sucks. Does it? I do. I, I, I have no desire to revisit. It wasn't horrible, but it does not live up to the. I, um, I haven't watched season three. That's that's. A, I only, yeah. I've only I've only watched season two one time, and I liked it. But yeah. then season three came out, and I was gonna. I was all hyped about it, and then I just never got around to. It. I yeah, don't it's know why. and Bullseye's in it, but it's the most. You know, I I don't know. I I just feel like you know for a full season, like I don't know. They have all these other characters. Like I don't give a shit about these characters and. It's just, you know, Daredevil goes backwards. He's wearing the black suit again, which is not bad, but yeah. Bullseye doesn't become Bullseye till like the last episode, and he's not dressed as Bullseye. He's you know wearing a different outfit. It makes sense for the story, but I'm like, eh. And the fight's good. I like the fight. Yeah. But the season itself is very boring. It's almost like watching, you know, Law and Order, and I don't like Law and Order. <laughs> I don't like real cop stuff. That's why I like Miami Vice. I like more fantasy to my stuff. I don't like shit that's real because, frankly, it's fucking boring. <laughs> you know, that's why I don't watch the news. It's fucking boring. <laughs> it's boring. Uh... You know, 
Well, you heard it here first, everybody. No, I'm pretty sure you've you've said all of that before. I, I, I I've have... always been like that. I, I just like why fiction is better. Fiction is fun because you know what? We live every day is real life. Yeah, that's true, and it's shitty enough as it is. Yeah, um, so I'm sorry. I'd rather watch what Daredevil and, and Spider Man do, you know, in their spare time. I I that I, I would rather get lost in that world or watch a fictional world of, of combating karate dojos and you know, uh you know, watching uh, Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott team up and kick the shit out of uh, Ben Kazara. You know? And yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know what I'm going to watch this weekend. I'll just see what I gravitate towards. Um, I did buy Blowout on uh, yeah. Criterion 4K. I to down watch that. I hope you like it when you when you do watch it. I, yeah. I, fell, I fell in love with it. Uh, uh, just um, the way the story is. Uh, it's one of those things that would be... Tech, technologically complicated to try to replicate in these days, but if you put yourself there in like the late seventies, early eighties, you're like, yeah, this is totally possible. Yeah, and weird, but just um the way that Brian De Palma shot the film, certain shots, I'm like, man, that's just impressive. John Travolta's great, and I don't, I'm not like a John Travolta guy. I'm not either. I never have been. Yeah, you know, there's very few movies that, like, other than like Saturday Night Fever, I'm like. I'm like I really could take or leave him for the most. Well, part. you don't like phenomenon. Look who's talking! Come on, man, Michael. <laughs> um, John Travolta, fifty pounds later. Yeah, Ren McKenzie says Tyler, watch Loki. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'd rather watch an Apple Brown. Um, Febmon. Either of you following Spider-Man Two for the PS Five? Not necessarily playing, but watching some Let's Plays. I I would like to pick it up, but I'm not paying seventy dollars for new video games. I think that's ridiculous. And uh, I remember the time when games were only fifty bucks, so I'm not spending seventy dollars on it. I would actually like to try out that RoboCop game too. Oh yeah, City that came out that first-person shooter. Heard some decent stuff about that, but I'll I'll pick up Spider-Man Two when it's a good price or. You know, I guess I could always be like, hey, Christmas, mom, dad, add, add it to the list. Yeah. Can't find anything else to to do. But also, I'm at that point, too, where I'm not buying games physically anymore. I'm just buying them digitally because it's just easier that way. Um, you don't have to worry about. Granted, it does install the game a little bit faster, but that's also another conversation. I miss the days you could just get a game and put it in your system and yeah, you're just, just playing play the it. game. Now you have to have an update and that could take anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, fuck me then. I guess I'll just not do this tonight. Yeah, no thanks. That's yeah. why I don't, I, I'm not into modern gaming. Yeah, yeah I, Tyler I, doesn't bother with newer consoles no. anymore. Um, no. I don't think Tyler has much opinion on this, but Fedmon has follow-up thoughts on the potential Legend of Zelda movie. Uh, it depends on how they do it. If it's animated, could I think anim like an animated is probably the way to go. Live action. I mean, at this point, um, I don't want to. They're, they're probably getting Chris Pratt to play Link, and they'll just make a bunch I, of. Well, I don't. I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, just a lot of the stuff these days, it's hard to get excited about, just because they just try to follow that formula that was successful at one point, but is now starting to see diminishing returns. So what are they going to do then? You can only, you can only take from the well so many times before it dries up. You know? All right, what is so wrong with telling a classic legendary story that takes place on another world? There's no connection to earth, no earth references at all. 
oh wait, all of a sudden Link's been transported to Earth and watch Link, you know. I don't think they would do that. No, I think <laughs> no, they would I, I just feel like that 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 shit show has been done so many fucking times and I just feel like they, they have no no, I interest I, they, in making a they, story of telling a story of, of battles on Hyrule against Ganon and they, Zelda and Link. Well, no, I think they would they would keep it grounded in that realm that people know from the video games. I don't think they would jump the shark in the way of. I think the whole Earth, going to Earth, fish out of water thing. No, like um, the Super Mario Brothers movie, that animated one. It's not like super great, but at least it kept itself within that that world that you know from the game so you yeah. can give it credit for that everything else was very um <laughs> well let's see daniel carhoonan asked me if i've been playing marvel snap actually i haven't i've kind of fallen off of playing marvel snap at least on my phone i think i dabbled in playing a few games on pc when i was sitting here one day waiting for emily to get home but i i i've kind of pulled myself away from it a little bit which i i kind of like I, not that i was angry when i would play it or anything like that i just sort of i was like eh. plus you know i was playing it enough at work and it was draining enough of the battery and then sometimes they would call us to stay there an hour sometimes two hours longer and i'm like well i need to conserve battery life for the rest of the night kind of thing so um I'll always hover around it and jump back into it. Uh, Philippe says, y'all don't like Broken Arrow? Badass. You're talking about the Christian Slater film? Yeah. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Ain't it cool? Uh, I, 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 admittedly, I've never seen it. So I think I, I saw parts of it. I have no comment it on it. Out, it was one of those like hyped up, you know, John Travolta and Christian Slater in a movie together. Like, uh, I was like, no, nah, not really. I just, you know, face off, I thought it sucked balls. Um, I never watched Face Off either. Well, yeah. I take that back. I think Dad may have rented it, and I may have sat there for a little bit and watched it. I don't. I don't think I've sat there and watched the whole thing. Obviously, yeah. I think Face Offs, and uh, and most people's opinion, probably one of the weaker like John Woo films. Anyway, so yeah. I but I, I I just I you know I'm not. I would, I would get drunk and all. watch it now just for like the 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 performances uh, just yeah the, because it's nick cage being nick cage of course. yeah just thinking he's like oh i'm so great and over the top like now nah, you suck um ren you guys watching invincible season two uh i watched i think i watched the first episode or two of season one when it came out and i enjoyed it i like the concept of it i didn't know much about the, the comic at all going into it but i would be more than willing to sit and watch the rest of it because it's very very visceral and gory and it was a, a a fresher take even though you also have the boys going on which the boys i've, oh, yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed the boys a lot so when that new season drops i'll I'll check that out too. I I watched uh, finished watching the Apple TV show Severance. I, I won't go into detail about that, but goddamn, dude, the cliffhanger of season one when, when it ended, we're both sitting there, we're like, wait, that's it? No. So it's like, all right, cool. That's one of the shows. I'm like, good. That gives me something to look forward to when they eventually go and film it. But now the the actor strike is finally over. Now, oh yeah. Time some of these projects can start to get back like Deadpool yep. three and all this other shit that they're, they were working on before the, the strike had happened. You know, John Cena is not, he he's, he's done wrestling. Now he's going to go back, which I saw a thing that I guess 
he was in um a movie that was like Wile E. Coyote, but from what I heard, it, it was gonna have practical effects meshed with like the animation in the same vein of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And it, they said it tested well with the audiences that they showed, and they're gonna just shelve it so they can get a tax write-off. I'm like, so you have the potential to have something that would be if it's what they're saying using practical effects and same vein as Roger Rabbit, you have something that in this day and age would now some, that would be a novelty. Now that would be something that people would go see it strictly based on that and nothing else. and would make you money. It's like, nah, nah, we'll just we'll put another shitty DC movie out. And yes. Lose money on that. Like what yeah. the fuck? And it only well, costs we're, them. We're going to reboot, restart the DC universe again. Yeah. Like what the hell? So, yeah, that's. I, I'm so glad I don't care about this stuff anymore. No, like, yeah, I, the same. I, it feels same. good to just not. And, and, and Deucing, like, same with the trailer for Girls, like, I don't care. I'm not watching it. I don't care. <laughs> I, I just, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm not going to go see it. So, I, they, if people t- say I'm grumpy all the time, I'm like, well, guys, don't worry because I'm not watching trailers for shit. I don't, I know I'm not going to like. I, you know, I still haven't seen Afterlife because I'm like, I don't believe I would like it. I know how it ends. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea with the ending. I did like the idea of bringing Gozer back. I don't like the idea of it, all the shit it, taking place on a fucking farm and, uh, and bringing Egon fine. back as it goes. Like, no, it's fucking weak. It's it was, and it's so uh, unnecessary. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, well, I thought it was. It was. It was fine. It was fine. It's not. You know, it's not like super super great, but it's also it's it's far cry from like the worst fucking thing ever. So. I, I just, I, you know, I'm happy with, I made my piece known we will never get a third Ghostbusters with, with the group. So Ghostbusters yeah. 2 is the end of it. And I'm happy with that because I love yeah. Ghostbusters 2. So, you know, I don't need uh Patton Oswalt or <laughs> any, anyone else to come along. So I'm, I'm quirky and I like comics and nerdy shit. And like, yeah. Fuck you. Did you see the, um, Iron Studios phantom statue? No. um it might it might be on big bad i I just saw it here on amazon when i was clicking like to buy now uh yeah i mean it'll it'll set you back uh three bills but oh god there you go it's nice though there you go sent you a link i i I guess i could have just shared it well, I thought um, this is what you were gonna do, but nah, I think I'd rather just. Okay. Well. well... Oh wow. God, that's a. Oh boy, yeah, fuck. <laughs> that's pretty nice. But that that'd be badass to have, though. God, that's really cool. Yeah. See, I haven't jumped on the the Iron Studios train like you have. Well, I've only got a couple of them, and I, I've only got three, and. And, you know, I've wanted to buy others, but I'm like, oh my god, you know. I mean, just high end stuff. It's it's hard to pull the trigger on one because you're like, well, if I'm going to spend this kind of money, like, which one do I do it on? Like, which yeah. one do I buy? I'm like, oh my god, like, I came so close to getting another one of the Thundercat statues. Then I went over and was like, ah, you know what? These busts are looking really good, man. So I got mm-hmm. the Daredevil Daredevil bus, which is it should be here in the next couple of days. Yeah, I because uh, you bought I had it been, too, didn't you? No, I had been eyeballing <laughs> it since even before you were even thinking about it probably i was like i was like damn that would be nice i i put it on the, put it on the christmas list i'm like oh, of course you, you did yeah you guys yeah. can get this yeah get the good old good old price of free 
Joe Joe Amato's favorite word. Yeah. God. I, I, I could not I could not introduce that I did anybody in my family. Like they were like, what? And no. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody in my family that's qualified to even contemplate, like not not even a high price item like that. Just like a very specific thing that was like, oh god, that's amazing. It would it would just go over everyone's heads. It's it's like that one year that when the '60s Batman finally came out on Blu-ray, that was the one thing I was asking for from anybody, from you know, and no one got it for me. Not a single soul, like not not two people got me the same thing. Like nobody bought it. When, I, what more, year did that come out? That was like what twenty thirteen or something. Twenty, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I would have gotten it for you, but at the time, like money wise, I wasn't as comfortable as I am now. So. Oh, I mean, but I, I just remember that was the one thing I was asking for. I remember like opening Christmas present. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We get like. And I, I, I felt crushed. There, there I, was I, something that looked like the same dimensions as that? Or, or that I thought, because th- there was the box set, and then there was like the first season. So yeah. I thought, maybe they just got me the first season. But I wanted to spend Christmas Day just binge-watching the 60s show. And that's what I intended to do. I had planned to spend that Christmas binge-watching Batman. I was like, someone's going to get it for me. I don't know who, but someone was going to get it for me. <laughs> and nobody did. And I went out and spent damn near all the money I got for Christmas and bought the whole box set the next day at Best Buy. Like I remember of, you telling yeah. me that one, yeah. I think I remember yeah. you texting me about how disheartened you were by And I, since I, that I would, point, he gave up on his family. He shunned uh, yeah, them forever. I, I just feel like they, they just, um, <laughs> you know, they they don't get it. And, you know. Well, it's like when your mom got you, what was it, a Thundercat shirt? Yeah, it was a Thundercat. It's a logo. Yeah, just a black shirt with the logo on it. Yeah. And she was like really excited about it. Yeah. She thought it, she got you like the like the ultimate gift. And you know, that not to not to make this sound like Tyler wasn't like grateful for it or anything, but just the whole idea of uh it's just like Nathan's parents are really cool about this stuff. My family's always been like they don't, it's, it's, it's not as like when Nathan tells me his dad goes and gets him like this stuff, just because they, they, it, he's their son and they know he loves this stuff. I, I, there's, I, my, no one in my family would ever do anything like that. Like my brother still enjoys this stuff from time to time, but, um, you know, I, I just, it's, it's just, it, it. I'm happy Nathan has that. It would be cool if they had that kind of. I, I'm talking about just the support, yeah. you know. It's it, it's it's not, and it's not like I get shit about it, or it's. But I've often kind of felt like it's not really. It would be cool, like if you, you had know. a family member that was out at a flea market and saw just like a, a, a boxes of comics, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna pick all these out. Yeah, I mean, my my granddad, my mom's dad, from time that he would give me, like he gave me a. Uh, Captain America's second appearance in Avengers. Like it was just like a book that he picked up somewhere over the years. I don't know how we got it or where, you know, he gave me that, you know, he would do stuff like that from time to time. Cause he knows I, I collect toys and comics and stuff like that. But it's, it's just that lack of support that, you know, it's like, yeah, Tyler likes comics and, and toys and stuff. I mean, like I, that. I, I told my parents that, you know, uh, if, you, you had mentioned it's like hey you know if they want to temporarily adopt me when they go out to some of these things. oh yeah because i just feel like they're like you know well son look what we got for you here and they oh gee dad and, <laughs> oh mom, you're the greatest and uh, and i'm well, sitting here playing with my my jacks you know just oh wow oh, that's yeah, great nathan yeah. 
Yeah, yeah for, for people that don't understand that reference, if we have any of the younger viewers out there, jacks is when you would have these jacks on, on, on the ground and you would bounce a ball and you would pick up one and catch the ball and then you bounce it again and pick up two and you kept yeah. going, right? It's been, it's been a long time since I've done Yeah, I think I only played it once in elementary school because I used to see you know, it millions all the time. This is like, how the fuck are you supposed to do this for a while? This, this is stupid. Do you remember the... Um, I guess it, it was... Uh, I guess there were similar games. It was like the pickup sticks and like the little, the monkeys. Do you remember the monkeys where you take them and try to pick up? Is that the like the barrel of monkeys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you yeah, put them I, out there and you have the one and you pick up two and you use those two to pick up another one. And you make this thing and you're trying to dump them in the. Oh yeah, I, I remember seeing it. I don't think I ever got to play it or played it correctly. <laughs> if I had the a... the Ninja Turtle version of that. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. But um, going back to to Daredevil, because um, Dad, of course, has been anytime he's got we got a list. He's got a list, and he sends me a picture of it, so I have an updated list of the first run Fantastic Force, like the four hundred some odd issues there. And I sent it to Tyler. I I, I think I got most of the the two hundreds at this point. But anyway, Daredevil, he, he's gonna he's gonna Daredevil, he's got his sights set on finding oh my God. old, old Daredevil just, books now. So. I, I just I just think that's awesome. Like just to know that he's that determined and wants to do that for you. Like I um Yeah, I just it, it's it just you know, you just wish you had that kind of um well, I mean, support and, and, and knowing that that stuff makes you happy. And, and it's not like, I don't know. I just, I, it's, I, I've, I kind of had a little bit more of a heart to heart with like mom about my, you know, my perspective or her perspective on that. And I think she's a lot more loosened up about it, you know. Yeah, I think it used she, to be she, way worse. I remember. It, yeah, it used to be where she, I think she feels, felt bad, you know, that I, mm-hmm. I, I felt like, you know, I, I just don't feel like, you know, the family, you know, it's yeah. Uh, I, I, I get it. Uh, well, they, Which, they kinda... it, it's it's commonplace as this stuff is now. I think because I've been doing it. Well, I've never stopped it. I never stopped yeah, collecting toys. Never that, stopped that, comics and... That's true. There was never a point since I've known you from yeah. high school. Like even in high school, like you, you, you it was still that. It's not like you you gave up. And you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll just get really into fishing or something like no yeah. you, you you stuck with it. you stuck to your guns and you're like no this is me this is, this is what yeah, i like it's like having to hope that girls wouldn't like see it as like this like oh my god you collect toys what a dork you're yeah. not into like trendy mtv shit and whatever the fuck you I know think there was a good way back then to kind of balance both well you, i mean you, you kind of learned to had to i mean outside of like you know, having that fear of thinking like you were going to give me shit for like, you know, like, nah. Oh God forbid if a woman ever fi- you know, found out yeah, that I, I collected true. this stuff, you know? Yeah. So it was, yeah, it, it really... I was just sitting there talking to a girl back in high school. And it's like, this is going really well. I, what? And then I just jump into the frame and I'm like, motherfucker likes Thundercats. And then yeah, it's like, like, no, nah, it's, uh, unfortunately the situation is like, they never got that far for me to even find yeah. out, you know, the, that I, I collected any of that stuff. You know? So, I had the worst luck with women. Like Nathan was an Adonis back in high school. I, Adonis, I, I, yeah, okay. Hey, hey, hey! But between the two of us, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think I think oh. clearly you were the Adonis because I, I could not have had more worse luck with women 
through high school and then in my early 20s, man. It, it was just the drizzling shits, man. That was as it has been my kryptonite, you know. If if this were a Daredevil comic, I would be Matt Mur. I would have been Matt Murdock, and Tyler would have been Foggy. But oh, yeah. fo- even Foggy, Foggy got married, man. So yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it, it's but uh, but you as I got you- older, I, learn learning to you know just own it. And and I I I used to get so worried about the perspective. I'm like, you know what? Enjoy this shit because if someone really cared about you, yeah. They, you know, I'm sure like any interest could be a problem for some people, like depending on how your approach on or how overwhelming or obsessive you are about it. But yeah, if this is something they don't find out about until, you know, I I don't know. I just feel like (laughs) it it all depends on how you approach it, you know, because I, I, you know, there's that stigma with comics and toys and pop culture that you're you're a weirdo. Uh, it's totally uh, awkward. You well, know. I think I think a little before. I think now it's. I, I think the mindset on it has changed quite a bit in that. Regard. Definitely, it's definitely a lot. But I guess just you know. Um, I think the I think the biggest problem would be now if um, it would be one of two minds of if someone just stumbled upon this show or even fans of power and saw that for the for most of us or half of us on the screen at any given time, they see all this shit behind us and automatically would assume that you fall into that camp of like, Oh, okay. Well, do you know what you're talking about? Are you a true fan? Like that, that bullshit. And well, then, yeah. And, and honestly, I, that's what turns me off about any show that does what we do is that, you know, it's, it's whether I know a lot about the subject or not, you know, if, if I could tell you you're passionate about it and you know what you're talking about, then you got credentials. But if you're, Hey, I'm going to do a podcast show about comics and toys because I like comics and toys and I collect comics and toys. Like, But then, but then hey, you take this exact what, show, you cut to that clip, it's like, oh, what was her name? Oh, we'll get to it later. You know, like, so Deucin yeah. can edit something like that. Together. Yeah. And, and but you know, know what, what I mean? It, it, it can bounce either way. Yeah. Someone would look at this and someone would be like, holy shit, that's really awesome. Or someone would say, uh, they're only just collecting it to make themselves look cooler or... Um, that's that's really fucking nerdy bunch of nerds. What the fuck are you doing? So yeah. th- th- different mindsets, but uh, check your phone. Actually, speaking of parents finding stuff, so we have local auctions around here in the area, and Dad got that for I want to say sixty dollars. Well, look at that! Look, you got all those He-Man vehicles: the Laser yeah. Bolt, Tack Track, Road Ripper, Land Shark, Dragon Walker, and the Roton. And he put batteries in all the ones that needed them. Attack the track in the, in the yeah. Dragon Walker. And they both still work. So. Holy shit. Yeah. You got a, a loose laser. I got one mint in box. That would be nice to have a loose one to just yeah. have on display. Yeah, so I got those. And Badass. Yeah, I got yeah, to I gotta figure this shit out, man. I got I got it because I'm like, I don't have room back there with the vintage stuff to even. Think, so I got to do something. I probably yeah, just need I, to stop. I just need to stop. I, I, I can't. I, I can't. That's why I have no, you know, it's probably a good thing that there isn't more good he stuff coming out to buy because, frankly, I don't have any room for it. So, which is not a bad thing. Like, I, at this point, I've got so many great things. Uh, unless they just, they, they, someone comes along and they care about quality, I, I think I don't have any real interest to buy anything else that's he related anymore. We, uh, just, we didn't talk about, well, you touched on G.I. Joe Classifieds. I think I'm getting to a point where I'm like, all right, I, I'm just going to get a few certain characters. I, I'm reaching a point where I'm kind of like, 
starting. Well, I, I mean, there's certain characters I would love to get, but it's also like, you know, um, we just can't have everything that we, you know, it, 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 it's, it's not, space. it's not so much, it's not a fan. It's just, a, it's a rational standpoint, you know, the yeah. space, the money, um, and you know, sometimes it becomes more of a pain in the ass, like trying to figure, okay, where am I going to put it? Uh, yeah. and it's just yeah. one figure, but like, you know, you spend the money, 25 to $30 on it or a premium figure that costs close to $50 now. Yep. And that goes for classified. Like, fuck man. Like, Yep. You really have got to start, you know, finding your limits. And uh, I may have to go back to a big bad and just cancel a bunch of pre-orders just, just because, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, is those th new Thundercats that are coming out in the next month or so? Like, I don't know where I'm going to put them. I mean, I I have the, the designated shelf space, but like with the classified stuff, I'm running out of room on these. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm at a point where... I'm going to have to probably just clear this top shelf that has like these more like statues, but these things look awesome. So, well, and, and to me, the statues, I kind of feel like there's, there's something a little bit more, I, I don't know. You oh, have yeah. a bunch of, a, a bunch of figures together, like depending on how they're displayed is one thing, but if you, it's more simplified if you have a couple of statues on display. Yeah. That's why, you know, I, you sent me down that fucking Bucky O'Hare. <laughs> thanks again oh i'm sorry no actually the good thing about that is there's there's like that's a small smattering yeah. of like that's not as expansive as all this other stuff but you know no. I, I sit there and i'm like i pretty much have a mostly complete real ghostbusters collection right here do that's i have something to be proud of though i mean that, yeah, that's i know i know but i'm saying like and Emily's cool with it. It's not like you know oh, she, yeah. you know, she's coming in there with her curlers in her hair and giving you shit. Curlers and, in her hair. I don't, I've yeah. never seen her with curlers in her hair. I'm just saying that's think. the cliche of like a nagging, you know, girlfriend slash wife. <laughs> they get curlers in their hair, you know, screaming, and yelling. They're in the bedroom slippers and in a fucking robe, and you know, no, yeah, no. But it, it's I, yeah. The the office is is pretty much maxed out. So I, yeah. I gotta I gotta figure something out. Like, am, am, am I just gonna be kind of done soon with the classifieds line maybe like if it's some of the other characters i'm like yeah i probably don't need that one but like that that chuckles i would still like to get that chuckles but he's a deluxe figure so it's more money and i'm like i don't need the two extra heads and and that's why i would feel like i would just wait because i'm sure at some point there'll be a standard one like i got when big boa comes out i gotta get him just yeah. because it's big boa quick kick nunchuck yeah, I mean, there, there's certain ones. Any of the other dreadnoughts on the way? Yes. Yeah, I feel like th there's certain things that I feel like, yeah. But I, you know, too, and I may, you know, I'm sure some of our listeners and other people who are that are collectors, like even when you you pre-order this stuff, you go through phases where you know what? Do I really need that right now? Yep. You know that you're super excited about it when it first it's announced. You pre-order immediately. You may decide, yep. you know what? That's fifty bucks. That you know what? I probably could uh, as of right now. But and the way. And, but see, the thing is, is so much, so much of this stuff, depending on where you, if it's if it's a Hasbro Pulse exclusive, mm -hmm. you better get it while it's up. Yep, that's why that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's also that other half of the brain of the fear of missing out. Yeah, if you don't pre-order it now and you miss out on the window and it sells out and then you want it, oh, then look, you're you're paying more on the secondary eBay market. So yeah, that's why I've only got one Range Viper from Classified because it's a Walmart exclusive. You had to pay cash up front. I'm like, fuck, I'm not paying eighty dollars right now. 
but then also it's like some of the shit just turns up at all these bargain outlets you know like sergeant slaughter i haven't seen him around here but sergeant slaughter's popping up at other ollies holy the, shit the dungeons and dragons figures popping up at ollies you know and i mean we I, can't we can't predict that yeah yeah you can't but then you also sort of can because those dungeon and tragic that dungeon and dragon figures were just sitting collecting dust at Walmart for months. Yeah, so, which I, was it didn't have. I'm kind of surprised they put that at retail because that's such a small line. Like that really should have been more of an online thing. I, I don't is. know what they were thinking. But also those retail. those figures just at the end of the day just weren't good either. Not really. No, I actually put, took down my uh, Bobby and. Uh, I did too. Yeah. Uh, I just like you know what fuck I, I like the show but these figures are really aren't doing anything for me so I'm gonna box them up I, I might try and go out and get some totes this weekend and just start boxing up some stuff yep just to minimize things and um, for my own personal benefit yeah. you know I just feel like you know what I would much rather have the best of the best to look at and not just an overwhelming ton of shit to look at you know it's you know. I want to keep my home is cozy. I want to keep it cozy and not turn into like, you know, Looks like an episode of hoarders. Yeah. I just, you know, even though I'm quite happy with the place, I just like, you know what? Let's make some changes here. So that's probably what I might spend part of this weekend doing, just getting some coats and boxing stuff up and try to minimize. That's what happens when you live in an apartment. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> I was going to say, I'm Maybe sorry. Getting a house and taking on more responsibilities financially. Fuck mm. that. Mm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying upgrade from the apartment to a townhouse. Townhouses are bigger. Uh, I More know, room to work with. I, I so love this place. It's it's convenient. It's 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 it's, I, idea. I, it's I, perfect. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But, I, uh, but you're still going to reach a point where you, no matter what you do, you're going to continually run out of space. Oh, and that's when I'll, I had to make you know, like I I pulled out some of the the, the first classifiers like the shitty Duke Scarlet and Roadblock. Like you know what, I'm gonna put these in a bag with some uh, movies I'm gonna pull and just take them to Goodwill. You know, just to, just get rid of them. You know, like I don't need to like put them on eBay and maybe some some someone will be like no, just True. just get them out of here. Just get True. them. Out. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to you know go through all this. I was lucky enough to sell a few few figures, and you know what, um, I don't need to sell everything. Just get them out of here. So. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on those because uh, they they have re-released Scarlet, right? But not Duke and Roadblock. Well, they're going to be doing a a retro, more classic style Duke and a retro Scarlet, and they did a they already did like a a kind of more throwback of, of Roadblock with the tank top and um, which I never got around to getting. I think he's a little bit more expensive now, but. Um, but like what they meant to shit the bed and come out with the, these these. You know, less than desirable designs out of the snake eyes, and they're like, "Okay, well, we realized what we did wrong." I'm glad at least Hasbro listens to fans. Yeah, I, I wish He Man fans would speak up more instead of like, "No, I'll take whatever you got, whatever you got." Because you fuckers missed out on classics. We all got to pay the price. <laughs> but you know what? It's probably good because you know what? I really just don't need to buy anything more He Man unless it's like original artwork from Ren on a T-shirt or something like that. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I checked out. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty much at that point too. Once I once I got the classics that I wanted and got to that, that end game with that, even sitting there with the vintage stuff, um, as, as I, I'm thinking maybe with the vintage line, maybe I could like move that down to the basement and spread it out to where it would look better on display because mm -hmm. I just had the vintage stuff. is just like right here in the corner, just sort of like crammed. Yeah. And it would be nice, especially getting those vehicles to kind of, let it make, breathe and let it breathe a little bit more, but yeah.
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I say, yeah, I'm officially retired from collecting He-Man stuff. I just feel like that there's just nothing at this point outside of a couple of VHSs and maybe a, a couple of men on card figures that cost an ungodly amount of money. The central yeah. tower, like I'm, I'm at peace with myself. You know what? I, I've done it for so long. Um, and getting to talk about He-Man once a week, you know, that, that's, that, that's how I get my fix. I just kind of feel like, you know, uh, you, you've done it long enough. You got people like James going out there hogging all these animation sales and Emiliano's buying all these artifacts. Like, well, you know what? I can't do any of that. So, you know what? I, in my own little world here, I'm, I'm, I'm content with what I've achieved. And, you know, uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll get like that one above and beyond moment, you know, as, as a fan and collector. But until then, I'll just sit hey. in my rock chair and just talk about <laughs> E-Man. So, maybe... Uh, Maybe the uh, the price on that vintage Central Tower, since that's the last one. Like once people get the the newest release, maybe that yeah. price will drop just a little bit. Uh, people, oh well, well the, the, here's the vintage. This, dang, I, oh, fuck, I I just I see these scalpers, these damn Nazi assholes, just jacking the price up more and more. Yeah, they could. Well, <sighs> let, yeah. Let's take one final question from Daniel Carhoonan. Uh, this was actually something that Deucen had sent to us in the chat. You seen Five Faces of Darkness Part 1 that James and Deucen released. I've yet to sit down and watch it. I, I, I'm eager to just because anytime they, they put something together, especially with Transformers in, uh, I'm not going to say anything, but they, they the, the two of them have got uh, James made this happen, but Deucen kind of related to me. There's There will be some content coming uh, down the pipeline in the near future that will if you're fans of this stuff which if you're listening to this you already are yeah. should blow your fucking mind which i've gotten to sample some of it i'm not gonna oh. say what it was or anything okay. like that i'm like all right i'll tell nathan like when we're when we're all yeah, when we're done like, yeah because i'm not even yeah to what dude told me about like hey james got something I'm like holy shit and yeah well, when i found know. out when i found out what it was and got to hear samples of like, oh my god like this oh, yeah. is so fucking cool, man! So well, well, fucking cool. Well, let's go ahead and and we'll we'll leave it on that note. We hope that you enjoyed us talking about just our lives and collecting. But not only that, Daredevil one sixty nine. I hope everyone here, if you haven't read that stuff, as we said before, go check out the issues after that. It gets it gets really good. Oh, it's built, awesome. We're built. We built up to that point, but everything that follows after is wow, chef's kiss. Yeah. And also check out Frank Miller's other stuff, the born again issues that I already stated earlier, how far that goes. And then, uh, man without fear, man without fear, the f- five, yeah, right? is it five, five parts. I think it's five. God damn okay. it. Now I gotta look it's, it it's five. It's five or six. It's not very long. I want to say it's five. If you're saying six, I want to, it's definitely five. Then I was thinking it was four. We'll check really, really fast. It's five. So man, okay, yeah. check that out. That's really, really awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit like, leave a comment down below, let us know your thoughts. And if you haven't done so, please subscribe to the channel. And until next time, we'll see you next issue. You insult my honor again, and I kill you. I should know this, right? Uh, you have a framed movie poster of it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, currently, in this house? Like, on uh, well, display? It, I, well, it's been a while since I've been in your house, so I don't know. It, well, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, more than likely, it's still probably on display, yeah. <sighs> say it and again. autographed. Uh, say it again. <laughs> you insult my honor again, and I kill you.
I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here because you said you still have to watch it. Karate Kid Part 2? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I have yeah. that poster in its side. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, uh, turtle? Oh, uh, speaking uh, of that really quickly, so um, <clears throat> what was it an email that I got? can't remember if it was an email it may have just been on instagram that i saw it what convention was it though oh so it was the uh big lick not not oh, here wow. not not here in roanoke though so it's actually going to be in uh the big lick comic-con nova in chantilly virginia all four voices of the original ninja turtles and april and Neil are going to be holy there. shit wow yeah. April 13th through 14th, 2024. Holy so, shit. Let's see. That's awesome. How far is that? How far is that? Can't, can't, be, can't be that that, that far. I've never even heard of that place. Uh, let's see. Well, if Biglet's putting it together, it kind of makes you wonder, like, well, well uh, that, 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 that is, it's on the outside of uh, DC, so it would oh, take, like, fuck. Like yeah. a hot minute to get there, but something. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I, I get you. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, but there's gonna be like, there's certain things. If uh, you know, like if Dolph Lundgren showed up to one of these, oh well, if, by, if Dolph, I, I like, I have, I have, yeah, I have to go and um, and you'd be like, look, I'll be my arms on. Look at yeah, that. at least it's the son of He Man here. We get, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I feel like Dolph Dolph would have to be, but I, I, I swear I'm so scared to death of it being a Tom Savini moment where he's just like Oh yeah. What, no, you know, I think he would talk to you since like you're you're built. I think it's like uh, just mu- the conversation you had when you well, did it virtually. Well I mean well I mean well yeah, but I uh, it's I guess I just you know, having the those moments where you meet these people and they really you know, obviously you know talking to Dolph with a dream come true and it, it, it could not have went, went better talking talking with him video and, uh, on the channel if you haven't checked that out already yeah yeah that and the beast Warwick Davis check out and, the um I, you'd have to rummage around go to playlists I made a playlist of Tyler and all of his virtual celebrity conversations so yeah go go check that shit yeah out. I did I was really happy with the one I did with Frank Walker and uh, Peter yes. Collins I was, I was pretty proud of those yeah um sorry to hear about your wife though yes <laughs> <laughs> so, no 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 mark my dog yeah mark singer thought you had a wife that had passed away it's like no i was talking about <laughs> it's so good i uh, i don't yeah i tyler, but, didn't, uh, tyler didn't skip a beat he just kind of like pushed over it's like no 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 yeah no blah, blah, blah. Was, everything was cool yeah yeah I, mean, I, I guess i could have this... yeah my wife died I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about uh, how comfortable we've gotten with being on camera and doing the shows every week is it sort of was it prepped you for that kind of thing. Cause I would imagine talking to Dolph, I was ner- ner- I'm nervous as but you fuck, could, man. You couldn't oh tell. God. That's what I'm saying. Like you were so u- used enough to that, that you know how to kind of compose yourself when you need to. Uh, it, I mean, it's uh, well doing, do, going to conventions like we have and like, getting over those jitters like oh my god what if i fucking fart you know like you know <laughs> you and, and throw fun, up and throw up and you're you're all flush and nervous and oh, I, 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 um you know yeah you, you know you get over that um because you just 
you know, I just hate how some people don't utilize those moments and those times. And these bullshit people come along with their fucking microphone. Hi, I'm from the Dickhead YouTube channel. We're, we're here with, you know, crazy Nathan Kennedy here. And they're just trying to get over the fucking channel. Yeah. And they have no interest in having a, an intelligent, fun, and creative conversation with a celebrity. Whether it's a D-list or A-list celebrity, it's like, my God, like, I'd, I'd rather interview this bubble wrap. You know, it's the most unintelligent conversation they have with these people. Like, why did you agree to do this with this asshole? Yeah. Um, well, but sometimes, um, sometimes they got to be. Yeah, you know. They're nice I just, I, I just, I just don't want generic. And I, 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 just, I get it. I yeah, get it. and I, I just yeah. feel like if you're gonna have that moment to talk to him, and it needs to be something to be proud of, not yeah. just you know, a, 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 will you sign my chainsaw? You know. Yeah. Yeah, those guys taking a cane hotter. Were you saw my yeah. chainsaw? Like he yeah, wasn't, he the, wasn't even in those fucking movies. <laughs> that one guy's like, "Hey, we got the guy from Halloween to sign my ape." You know, they're like, "God, you don't even know the guy." Don't guy's even know his name. name. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, they're they're people too. But if you want to get a small taste of that, go check out the playlist on the channel. You get to see, uh, really do you see that in some of those uh, interviews where you see them light up just based off of the the things that you mentioned, especially with. Yeah. Peter Cullen and Frank Welker. Yeah. I, I, you, that's where it really shines. Uh, so I definitely recommend those two. If you want to see Tyler look like he might shit his pants, go check out the Dolph Lundgren one. Which if Nathan says you can't see it, then. I, I, I didn't see it. Yeah. I couldn't tell, I, 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 I couldn't I, tell I, that you were nervous. You seemed yeah. very. You, you look like you look like you didn't want to fuck it up and you wanted, but you also had that. I, I hate that I, I realized too after doing uh, uh, so, so many of those huh? that I think Dolph would have given me more time because he would do this notion like I'm starting to learn that the celebrities will give like a signal uh-huh. if they're allowing more time because I only with you know Eric had only got me like you know like one segment and you buy multiple segments like a segment is two minutes <laughs> you just here take this cash just give me five more minutes you know but like with Frank Welker I bought I think. Seven seven minutes worth of segments, like you got eight, like you know, a minute was you know like eighty bucks or something like that. Jesus, just, you know, it, I mean, it was. I remember, uh, or, or maybe it was not so much that, but I remember I bought multiple segments that way. You got the max amount of time to like. There's so much to talk about. Like, I can't just you know, but the way Dolph kept turning his head, yeah. like as like I'm pretty sure he's signaling to the lady like, all right. Give a little more time because I, I never got to actually ask a question. I know you guys just talked about how big you were. I mean, well, hey, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if I if I'm gonna do that with anybody, I would. Yeah, 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 no, it's but, like yeah, you work out and you're like, yeah, I fucking do. That's right, you know. But you inspire me, you know. So I, I uh, turned right back around on yeah, him. So, yeah, yeah. but uh, um, yeah, I, I wish I wish I had really, but I was so nervous about you know doing a video live feed like in your own home oh my god like yeah and you, you're no prep it's like you're given like a maybe about 30 minutes before the lady chimes to say hey look you're all set ready to go all right well we got three people ahead of you should be about 20 minutes and then sure enough it pops up on the screen there's Dolph. Like, <gasps> you know it's just like there's no like precursor like go bam go yeah ah, that's good improv yeah. baby yeah that's all it is which is what we do Best or, or worst on this podcast. I, that's what oh. that's what I'm saying. You know, like I think that was good. Uh, this this was good prep for you to. You, bam, you're there. You're ready. Yeah. You, you you you're on. You know, and I 
think if you would have taken you from six years ago and did that, oh man, that oh, would have yeah. turned out I, terribly. Here, here, snippets of like just back when it was me and Joe. Oh my god, like I was so bullshit wholesome. Like it was like obnoxious. <laughs> you like, were. You oh were. my if, god. If you want to listen to Tyler sound nice, go go check out those first episodes, the infancy of Fans of Power with Bozo. Yeah. It was, it was, it, it was just me and Joe. I'm like, oh my God, that's just yeah. bad. Like, yeah. I'm so overly enthusiastic. Like, Hell like, yeah. in a, you, like in a, in a, like something a campfire. To, you, you wanted people to like you back then. You're like, well, no, I, 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 I was always so excited about talking to him and I always will be. But looking back at that, I'm like, oh, what a wiener. God. yeah, I was a limp wiener. It's just, <laughs> Well, before we, I, totally... hope, I like to think that I've evolved. That we all have yeah, evolved. No, we have, dude. Yeah. No, absolutely. If you go back and watch when I did episode two of Beyond Retro, we were talking about those Nickelodeon game shows. Yeah, you, and you were sitting right over I there, was sitting and I'm right, right there the at your place. I was so like, and yeah, 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 double dare. I, I like great. it. I remember Dad. Yeah. So yes, we we have grown as uh, I'm not going to call us performers. I, I think you've just gradually over time seen the real versions of us, yeah, whole wholeheartedly. Like yeah. it was it was there from the beginning, but there was also the reservation that we had. And, to and, us. Well, we and not taking ourselves so seriously too. Like yeah, we now don't the mind. Chains, like chains are off. Yeah. We, we don't mind like taking the piss out of each other and like, no, nah, I'm being an idiot here. People like, well, Ren says he was cool. His first show. So. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, before, before we cut the cord on this, uh, <laughs> did you want to tell the people about something that you watched last week and you, you, you cried when you watched it or no? Oh, uh, you mean the, the, the Stallone documentary? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I just, I just. So, um, so to context here, Stallone, once again, following the footsteps of uh, Arnold. So Arnold had the three part documentary on Netflix talking about movie career, uh, politician, bodybuilding, and bodybuilding. Uh, Stallone just had a, a feature length film. It was only gosh, shade over 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, and he he talks about his getting into his career, how how he got into Hollywood, the success of Rocky, and and everything that followed along the way, including a lot of the missteps and regrets that he had in regards to his career. But I hadn't watched it yet, and I was going to. And then Tyler texted me the next day and was like, "Dude, I watched it, and I think you said." Uh, you had a, uh, a yeah. good cry or something. It was, it so, was a it was a happy cry because Stallone does well, that with a lot of his movies. But that's that's what I'm getting to. So I watched it, and I'm like, "Where the fuck did he cry at?" And I'm like, "Was it the part where he's talking about the the scene with Rocky and Mick, where like he yells at him and Mick walks away and Rocky comes back out in the way that Stallone's describing it? Did that hit a chord with him?" I finished the whole thing. And I'm like, "Where the fuck did he cry?" <laughs> Because, like, it was good, but there was no part of me at any point that I felt, like, highly emotional. Towards well, and, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't know if I go, if I go ever went back and rewatch it because I, it was good, but I don't know if it has that that immediate rewatch factor. Yeah, I don't think it you know, does. Even, even the Arnold one, the three-part, as good as that was, like, I, yeah, I don't, I didn't agree. have that, that uh, urge to go back and rewatch it again. Yeah, but um, go ahead and explain what part got you... I think it just, you know, as, as, as it's wrapping up, like Stallone's talking about, you know, um, 
you know, a lot of the things that he missed out in his in his career, which was a lot of family time and and or movies that he wished that he could have, you know, changed or done better, and just the juggling act, as he calls it, of there's so many parts of your life you're trying to manage and take care of and, and do your best at, and then pretty much when it's all said and done, I, that he would much rather see a happy ending in all of it. And I, I just, I just love, you know, it's one of the things that Stallone has always done so well is he always plays vulnerability so well. And in even the toughest characters like Rambo is my favorite. There's a vulnerability in that character that only Stallone can convey one of the, the toughest man, you know, but still you feel like this man still has thoughts and feelings that he is, you know, fighting back and dealing with, but, and you can respond to that. And that's why he always has a, uh, and affect him even more than Arnold, you know, and the role, like Arnold's roles had never gotten me uh, teary eyed. Like that's not what his roles do. They made me get me pumped up. But when Stallone does stuff, it, it, he, he manages to hit the emotional uh, chords with Rocky and Rambo and, mm -hmm. you know, some like Copland, I think his performance in Copland, like it's just, it's, 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 uplifting but sad at the same time and yeah. and that's just something that's a gift that stallone has got and i think just as he is it's wrapping up and talking about his career i just thought god this is this is why i love stallone i just yeah. he's a the most tough toughest vulnerable action hero yeah and uh it just hit me and i i probably won't have that impact not like i do when i watch rocky 2 every time or you know, when he and the, the countdown and Apollo falls down in the corner and Rocky manages to get up and then the crowd bursts. Adrian's at home crying with Paulie and Stallone's falling to pieces in the ring. And yeah. I cry every time I watch that. But, you know, I probably won't cry again when I watch that documentary. But it was it was much enjoyed. But no, awkward. it was enjoyable. But yeah. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, I can't, I can't <laughs> find well, I guess looking up. back at it, I'm like, no, yeah, I can see why Nathan. I, I well, I think it's. Uh, I think there's times when you watch a movie or a, a TV show or listen to a song, depending on like a, a certain day you've had or something is going on in your life. Like you can t consume well, that I, and, 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 it, and it could just like hit you in a way that it normally wouldn't on any other. Given well, and, day. and that's probably what it probably what had happened last weekend too yeah. is, 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 you know, shit going get, down and you just and get, just, you get in your emotions and you see something yeah. like that. And it's, it's, it's like, you're like a, for a brief second, you're like uh Arnold and junior. You're kind of like a, just you're pregnant, you know, so I'm, you, I'm pregnant, you know, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm dilating like there's no tomorrow. Uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll go ahead and leave it on that, but Hey, the, the Rocky conversations, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. not, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, James E. Talk will be here. We'll be tier listing Rocky slash Creed franchise. So um, yeah, categories will still flesh out to make it to where it's not overwhelmingly like a shit ton yeah. of stuff. We'll break it down in a good way, but I hope everyone enjoyed the spinner rack. We'll see you next issue. Hopefully maybe another one later in the month. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Bye. Later. <laughs>